You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology, designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What, are you talking spoony shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. Man of the world. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey everybody welcome to the program episode 24 25 now this is the last episode of the season uh so of course i always take a little time uh, out to uh, thank everybody for listening to it whether you listen to it on the free feed or you're watching this via the players club uh we appreciate it we appreciate your support we appreciate your loyalty uh, Players Club people still have some episodes left in the season. Yes, they do. They're but, not done yet. We're not done with you. I did not suggest they were. I was just still just getting the thank you out there. And I'll give the Players Club people their own special thank you come I, those episodes. I would hope so. Absolutely. They're the ones who really deserve a thanks. These other people don't. <laughs> These people don't. deserve a thank for listening. There's a lot of pod, not unlike airlines, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Yeah. And we're glad they've chosen us yes. as part of their Q, as the uh, mm-hmm. as uh, we now are forced to say in America, <laughs> mm-hmm. that caught on. The metric system didn't, and uh, we blame uh, Netflix. I think is who we blame for that. Yeah, I do. I do blame them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think definitely I, imperial measurement people, the Netflix folks, and also probably secret Brits. They they're trying to reinvade our country. Well, they're coming back in secretly, aren't they? They they're want to take like it the over. Ruskies. They're not. They're not satisfied uh, with. You know, 270 whatever years of of uh, us being our own country, they're like, it's it's time to take it back. Well, listen, you brought it down this path. <laughs> it's going that way, not <laughs> not to them, but it's going, yeah. uh, it's going elsewhere. And there's only one human being that can save us, and that, of course, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to the program. Uh, big weekend, of course. I had a birthday, Matt. You got a birthday. This episode will drop on your birthday, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. the 31st of uh, July. Uh, we both turned 46 this year. Is that what we did? 44? 45. 40, 45. Next year's fat 46. I'm jumping ahead. It's my Trump birthday. Uh, 45, <laughs> huh? Also, uh, who? Here's a nice piece of trivia from Matt Belknap. Maybe you know it. Uh-huh. What Chicago White Sox minor leaguer? I'm not 100% sure he wore this number in the minor leagues, but when in, the, in spring training. Oh, I know the answer. Who is it? Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. Couldn't use number 23. Why? Must have belonged to someone Robin else. Ventura. Okay. <laughs> Great third baseman, horrible manager. Did you know that when Michael Jordan rejoined the Chicago Bulls, he wore the number 45 on the Bulls for the remainder of that season? Because they had already retired 23. Is that the premise? I don't know why, honestly. I'm going to go with that. I don't. That seems like a quick turnaround to retire. But, I, I mean, he. it's not unthinkable that they would have retired it. But then they immediately... If they did retire, they unretired it to put it back on his back the oh, following right? season. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he only, I think he only wore 45 in basketball for like half a season is, hmm. is my recollection. But uh, You know, they did that with the uh, with a White Sox player as well. They, um, uh, was it Harold Baines? Like they retired his number, but then he was, then was a coach. And so then hmm. they kind of unretired it, retired. Like it's still, it's still up on the, th- it, was, mm-hmm. it was still up on the thing, but he still wore it. And yeah, I don't know. And again, and by the way, I, I might be wrong about that. It might not be Harold Baines. It might not. And if it is Harold Baines, I might have gotten all that information wrong. 
I assume it was also a, a savvy marketing move to go, hey, we can sell a lot more jerseys if Michael Jordan is is now a different number and all the fans are going to now want to own the 45, 45 jersey. Yeah. They all went out and bought it and then they're like, hey, he's 23 again. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. How about that? Um, Dumb Southsiders? Uh, 45 was actually the jersey number he wore throughout high school until his junior year when he played on the varsity team with his older brother Larry, who also wore the number. Michael ended up choosing a number that was half of 45, 22.5, which is how he ended up with 23. You round up, don't you, Matt? Hmm. That is a math... Wow. No, <laughs> it's a lot of thought going tell you that about yeah. Michael Jordan. The guy loves his numbers. <laughs> yeah, I get, oh, well, he loves to crunch them. He, he puts up good ones. He, he does put up good numbers. Yeah. He reverted back to 45 because that was the number he wore playing baseball as a kid. He stuck with it when he came back to the NBA for sentimental reasons related to the murder of his father. No. And so what, and when does it say when he switched back to 23? Uh, through fate, Jordan returned to 23 in his 23rd game back in the NBA. What prompted the switch was all, was all the ball being stolen from him in game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Oh, so he, he actually switched back to it within the same season, not even, I thought it yeah. was like the following year. And he switched back because uh, maybe he was feeling some uh, bad... Uh, Mojo, Juju. Juju. Mojo, yeah, because they were in the playoffs. Yeah, that they did end up losing that year. That was uh, in that incredible run of six championships. They uh, that was the only year in the midst of that that they did not win a championship with him on the team. And they, who won it that year? Was it Cleveland, Houston Rockets? Houston Rockets. Well, no, they would have been Cleveland to go to the finals, right? Isn't that what the case? Uh, they they lost. In, about they it. lost in the Eastern Conference Finals, probably to the Knicks, but I don't remember New York Knicks. Huh? Yeah, although no, I don't know if that's right either because I think the, the year he was out completely is when the Knicks went to the finals and then lost to the Rockets. The Rockets won two in in that little span between the the Bulls. I see. I see. Do you think Jordan was key in those games? <laughs> the Pete oh, wow. joke. What do you got? Uh, More information. Is the this number related? The midseason number switch back to 23 came at a cost, and the NBA fined the Chicago Bulls $25,000 for each game that Jordan didn't wear 45. What? <laughs> Yet yeah, the deputy NBA commissioner released the following statement in 1995. We do not think that the issue of jersey numbers should be allowed to become a distraction from the great playoffs that we are now that are now underway. The Chicago Bulls have been advised that we will not approve a change in uniform number this season. If the team continues to permit him to appear in a number other than 45, in violation of league policy, this matter will be dealt with in an appropriate manner at the conclusion of the season. So how many games how many the, games are in a season? Well that that Bulls was a, they were in the playoffs. A grand total of $100,000 on Jordan wearing That's number 23. It's four games by that math. Hmm. Well, that seems that that doesn't seem like a big deal. Did they win those games? Was it wor- was it worth it? Well, if the, if they were in the playoffs, they clearly lost <laughs> at least three. If there was a first round, I oh, that's a great. Point. I don't remember them getting bounced in the first round, but uh, back then the first round was five a five game series, and so it would have been three games, mm-hmm. three losses would have eliminated them. So it must have been one win and three losses. Uh, but yeah. anyway, this this brings up a, I, I need to correct myself on a previous episode when I said that Anthony Davis was uh, that Le, LeBron James was giving Anthony Davis the number twenty three uh, when he as he's joining the Lakers, uh, and then he was going to take number six. It turns out they missed the deadline to uh, switch it, so he they can't do that for this season. It will not be happening in this coming season. No, and apparently it has a lot to do with Nike manufacturing literally millions of LeBron James jerseys with a oh, number 23 on it. So they can't, they don't, you know, they would have been uh, out a bunch of money. Um, so yeah, that's, I have to correct myself. When I said on a previous episode that that was happening, it will happen next. I week. don't know if you need to correct yourself as much as uh, a, a um, update to the story. It's an update. 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think you spoke erroneously. Now back to comedy. Yeah, uh, very good. <laughs> it's quite enough of the uh, number talk. Not even sports talk. Just literally yeah, number, number talk. <laughs> literally number talk. Never talk about sport. Yeah, I yeah. don't have a song for that, guys. Well, that luckily it should never come up again. <laughs> we should be covered. It is funny though that Jordan. That there's a very specific and idiosyncratic reason for Jordan wearing that number because he now he because he was Michael Jordan. The number twenty three has now become a number that that great players want like it's become like the number 10 in soccer where mm-hmm. you want the 23 is uh, 10 pele uh pele was 10 yeah a lot of great players have worn 10 messi wears 10 and right but initially to, to I, use your logic yeah. there was there was one well, person that people yeah, admired i don't know if there were, yeah i don't know maybe 10 wasn't big before pele but it does seem like the way they do jerseys in soccer is sometimes related to position and so if you're a striker if you're in the forward position you would be wearing a nine or a ten and mm-hmm. so um does, does that happen in basketball because in football you you have certain numbers for certain positions does basketball right. like is the center Not, always no. something? uh maybe in the old days i don't i don't think so though i'm trying to think i thought they did in the old days i thought like the center would but you know look, look i don't know i mean like like kareem abdul jabbar wore 33 mm. but magic johnson wore 32 Right, so, ones of, yeah. Magic Johnson played all sorts of positions, so I don't know if that applies to any, any of this discussion. Man. You were back on number talk, guys. <laughs> all my fault. Because when I played basketball, and by that I mean when I sat comfortably on the bench and enjoyed watching the team score their points, um, I want to say the guards had lower numbers than the forwards that, could be. than the center. It does seem like, barring any specific thing like Jordan wanting 23, it does seem like the point guard usually has a very low number. Yeah. And maybe the forwards yeah, in the center the, have a the, higher. The number. taller you are, the bigger your number. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how it works in AYSO. Like Charlie oh, had yeah. number two last year because he was the second shortest kid on the team, <laughs> and uh, and we were talking about it this weekend, like what his number was going to be because his age group is like six and seven year olds, so he's going to be one of the bigger kids this year. Yeah. Last year he was one of the smaller kids, so we're thinking, oh, I don't know, maybe you'll be a seven or an eight. But do, do my they, guess is seven. That's going to be my guess. That's what he wants, actually. He wants a seven. So. That's my, it's my favorite number. The great Alan Bannister wore that number with the Chicago White Sox during his tenure there. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, uh, wait, who played it? Who was, had that after him? Was it uh, Ray? No, Ray Durham was eight. Eh, who cares? Go on. Well, I was just going to ask. Uh, so then, I don't know. Let's say there's 20 kids on the team, for example. So they only go up to 20. Uh, are or, you talking an AYSO? Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they they just do it like that. But on real soccer teams, you get some weird numbers that are higher than that. It's not like it's not just one through twenty. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Count them up. Count them down. I thought you were going to ask. By the way, when you started that whole thing about the trivia question, I thought you were going to ask what baseball player had my birthday because I found out last night that there's a uh, a former Yankee who has your birthday. A former Yankee that has my birthday. Yes. Is it a Yankee great? Yes. Like like a um, not a not a not a bygone era. That's great. what I'm asking. A, a more contemporary. Great. Okay, so not a mantle, not a Ruth. No, no. And in and, and knowing that I'm interrupting the flow, uh, you don't mean their jersey number is <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> no, okay. no, his actual birth. He All shares right. a birthday. I share a birthday with a Yankee great. Yes. Um, I'll give you. Well, he, uh, he no longer plays. He no longer plays. But I'll give you a hint that will give it away. I don't know if I want a hint then. Okay. Uh, a Yankee great. Do you know the position, sir? And does that give it away? What did he play in the nineties or the two thousands? Uh, both. Uh, more two thousands. Bernie Williams. Nope. Okay. I, I think he played in the outfield. Paul O'Neill. No. Maybe not. Maybe not the nineties on the Yankees. I think he started his career uh, on another team in the nineties, and then his 
the bulk of his career. I, I mean, I know he started on another team because his but, his the, his uh, transfer to the Yankees was big news at the time. But he, I don't remember the. I don't know. His rookie year was probably late nineties. And uh, you don't know what, the, what position he plays. It's not a maybe run, outfield. I'm so. guessing outfield. What'd you say? The only the only name that I know is Alex Rodriguez, A Rod. Hmm. But didn't he? Didn't oh, he, it's A Rod. It is A Rod. Oh, uh, well, he started with the Mariners, went to the Rangers, then went to the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Um, so A Rod and I share a birthday. Yeah, he was you know because he's a oh, broad, that's right. broadcaster so, now. Jennifer Lopez Jennifer stopped Lop- out the booth to surprise. She me. brought right. a birthday cake to him in the booth. Last that's night. right. That explains why that was necessary in my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't click on it because I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about J Lo. Other than well, the fact that she's she, 50 years old. She just turned 50. They and, uh, share that a birthday month, I think. And um, and then I don't care about A-Rod at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, that booth, that, that, that Sunday night booth, is I, I'm, I as much as I like Matt Verskasian, uh the combo of he, A-Rod, and I, I apologize, I don't know the woman's name, I don't think they click at all. I don't hmm. think the three of them have any chemistry together. Zero. You know who has great chemistry, and I told you to watch it as a family. Mm-hmm. Holy moly! Are you watching? I Holy still moly haven't yet? watched it yet. No, we've had a very busy week uh, with Zoe's. Uh Right, we'll, I want to get to that in a moment, yeah. but uh, holy moly, are you watching that, Garen? I actually watched it when I was back home, and it's 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 entertaining. It's entertaining. It's it's, no. I, and I don't know the guy's name. Please look it up, Garen, because I'll mispronounce his last name. Joe something, and Rob Riggle. Yeah, and it's extreme miniature golf. Right, <laughs> and um, it's ridiculous, and it's supposed to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Riggle and this guy have terrific chemistry. Oh, fun. They are terrific together, awesome. and we laugh. Minimum 10 times an episode. Yeah. Like, it's really, really, it's engaging. It's fun. Yeah. Some of the people are a little like, uh, hey, I'm the uh, I'm the putting penguin. And then they come out and they have to do a little character. And, <laughs> and there's a lot of there's a lot of producing going into it because like one guy was yeah. a redhead. Uh-huh. And then so all of a sudden there's people like there with red wigs on and go ginger. It's like, how do uh, these people know to they, be a fan? They don't. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> so they've been following the minor league mini golf circuit right. to root for this guy. So it's, about, so it's before the ginger, and mm-hmm. I, I'm using their words, and I'm, I, don't, I don't know if that's uh, derogatory or if that's what uh, redheads like to be called this day. I think we're age. allowed to make fun of redheaded people because I, it's a silly, nonsensical thing. Are we allowed to make fun of them? Is that what you're yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of, of the people? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I don't but know. it just seems one, like a kind One of, gave me a career, so I'm a little, uh, it, a little hesitant. It seems like mostly harmless i mean i'm sure there are people who are redheaded know. who are kind of sensitive about it or self-conscious of it but you live your life and I, ultimately I, it would be a it's, a it's a silly thing to make fun of so you can't take it seriously i think i don't know i think there's a lot of bullying that still goes on with redheads yeah, and i mean I, I always i always hated the phrase redheaded stepchild yeah i ha- i hate it it yeah. just seems so uh i love it <laughs> Apparently, by this by, by this line of, uh, there's no better way to make fun of a redhead than to uh, say that they're adopted. <laughs> is that adoption or is that uh, brought in or a marriage? A it doesn't matter. Is something's uh, wrong with you? Your your own your own father didn't love you. It's uh, it's, it's clear. It's yeah, because sure. of your hair. Um, at any rate, they, they uh, it's obvious that there's producing going on. Yeah. That, uh, uh, but all that aside, it, the show is very very fun. If you've yeah. got kids, you haven't watched it. It's great to watch. And again, Rob Riggle and Joe. Tessator? Tessatori. Joe Tessatori. Hey. Uh, and he and he, you know, he's a sports guy. He, Sounds he, like an Italian guy. Now that's uh, another pr- group of people I like making fun of. I don't <laughs> totally of, harmless. All right, I don't know what this Don Rickles character is. Uh, I don't think he is Italian. I think he may be no. uh I want to say Armenian. Yeah. No. And, and, and by the way, I base that on nothing. I mean the last name's Armenian. Sounds Italian. 
I uh, thought that Steph Curry created the show. Apparently, he did, or was in charge of it. Who does was, he produce it? I thought he produced. It says it. he executive produced one episode. Oh, weird. Hmm. Oh no, Steph Curry's on every. He's on every episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's the guy. It's his, it's his deal. It's his show. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's on every episode. He does these little uh, little uh, insert uh, hmm. quote unquote funny clips, mm-hmm. and I'll, four or five of those are good. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he he golfs if you need him to and. Oh, he's like a ringer that you can bring in, yeah, like a lifeline. Yeah, I, I don't want to tell you. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, here's what I'll just tell. Who cares? <laughs> this like, one, don't tell me the spoilers. Ending of, this one hole, moly. you, yeah, the two competitors putt to a an area. Whoever gets closer gets to then choose who do you want to do like a seventy five yard chip shot. Do you want Steph Curry or do you want a robot? <laughs> and the robots got Rob Riggle's face in there and they're smack talking to each other. Yeah. And uh, the answer in our house every time is you take the robot because a human being can screw up. Yes. A robot won't. The robot will do the same thing every time. And every assume. time. But yet, because it's one of those things where this show, nobody knew the, these competitors never seen the show before. Yeah. Uh, they all pick Steph Curry because they think the first, whoever gets first choice. Yeah. Always pick Steph because they think he's a MVP right. basketball player. He must be good at chipping golf balls. <laughs> uh, and by the way, he is. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's yet to shank it or anything yeah. bad. Uh, but the robot is always closer. So the robot does the robot hit the exact same shot every single time? Basically, yeah. That is a, that's a, it, that is a fun idea at first, but then once you've done it, it's like there's nothing to this. Like you said, once if people see that that's what happens, you would always pick the robot. You're basically saying, who can get it closer, Steph Curry, or we're just going to put the ball right here? Yeah. Can I Steph mean, Curry I mean, get I mean, it closer it's, than it's that? It's within three yards of each other, right? Right. Depending on how the, how it bounces. Huh. Um, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, I it, guess conditions could vary, even though the, the robot itself would be hitting the same. Also, path. they did this wherever they shot. It, I'm not sure where they shot it. They shot it obviously over the winter mm-hmm. and it's freezing there. Oh, really? Every audience members in big jackets. <laughs> oh, my God. And at one point, this storm came through and uh, Riggle and, and, and Joe are laughing about how like their papers are blown all over. <laughs> and uh, and then at one point, like Joe just goes, uh, has it drops 45 degrees? <laughs> and, 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 uh, I believe it has, Joe. Like, anyway, they're great. Watch it. It's funny. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Uh, we watched that last night, which was the last television I watched with my family uh, before they left to go out of town. Yeah. They, uh, this is day one of me, uh, bachelor life for a few days. Yeah. And, uh, boy, it's got, uh, it, again, it's only day one, but I, I predict loneliness by Wednesday. <laughs> really? And, I by, and I would... by Wednesday, I mean 7 o'clock tonight <laughs> when I walk into the house and, and by 7 o'clock home. tonight, you mean 7 a.m. this morning? Yeah. It, <laughs> no, I, I brought them to the airport. Oh, okay. At uh, 3 a.m. Oh, what? My wife got the very uh, convenient 5 a.m. flight. Where are they going? Uh, Baltimore. No, not Baltimore. Yeah, they're flying into Baltimore. Jeez. Which I hope they're okay. They're that place is a rat-infested hellhole. Yeah, says, you got to watch out. Says the president of the United States. But uh, they're flying to Baltimore, but they got... So we had to leave at 3.15 uh, this morning. Dear God. And my wife was very, very kind uh, and said that she would uh, take an Uber but uh, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to. Well, you stay up late anyway. You probably just didn't go to sleep, right? I was in bed by 930. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, uh, uh, I don't stay up that late ever unless I'm having trouble sleeping. It seems like you often have trouble sleeping and you're always talking about how you were up until five. And well, that happens. Yes. I, uh, but uh, no, last but night. Not this night. <laughs> not the one night it would have come in handy. I could have slept. I could. And had we not had to wake up, I probably could have slept all the way through to 930. Like I could have done 12 hours right. last night. Yeah. Um, but it was, um, what did you do for your birthday? We did a nice guy, a nice variety of things, uh, Matt. Thank you for asking. We mm-hmm. did, um, Friday night. My wife took me to a show that I will recommend called the Brat Pack. 
Mm-hmm. It is a, uh, a kind of a. Um, it's not. I. I I thought it was going to be a little bit more like Rock of Ages, mm-hmm. where you know Rock of Ages takes that arena rock music and kind of built a story around the songs. Yeah. This is your kind of they, they kind of do that, but a little bit differently. It almost it was on a cruise ship at one point, mm-hmm. so it's a little more cruise shipping where they kind of they mash up these John Hughes movies. It's John Hughes based, yep. and they mash it up. These characters, it's got the five characters basically, the five stereotypes from The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. but then they also kind of then become Lloyd Dobler from Say Anything. They become. Uh, people from uh, 16 Candles and right. so on and so forth. And then they do, but they do these songs live. The band is great. And mm-hmm. these singers, the five people are just, no, they're sick because there's the principal. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the principal is phenomenal. Uh-huh. That's, uh, they're all great. Yeah. They're all anywhere from great to phenomenal. Huh. Like there's not a clunker in the bunch. These Where? are talented, talented people. Where is this? It is at the Lime Hotel in Koreatown. Okay. They have some weird speakeasy type uh, huh. uh, bar, huh. and so the bar lowers and becomes a stage. Oh my God! It is. It is. The, it's That's crazy. Cool. Like when we got in, they, Danielle got us the quote unquote VIP seats, mm-hmm. and the guy kept bringing us to where we're going. And Danielle even said, "She goes in a way that Danielle never kind of does. She's she's like, you know, we bought VIP seats. These and the guy's like, no, these these are them. And she's like." I, I, I don't believe it is. And he's like, no, no, you're, you're fine. And then it turns out we're in the front row. Right. Because the, the, stage because, appears because the bar lowers. <laughs> yeah. But at first it's like, well, why are we in the uh, the waitress station? Right. Like, this, yeah. seems, <laughs> this seems like it sucks. Did Oliver go with you? Uh, uh, not allowed. Huh. Uh, he would have had he. Uh, yeah. um, and it is it is nothing but 75 minutes of joy. It is. That's amazing. Uh, so if you're in L.A. and it's still playing, I recommend seeing it. It is mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, uh, yesterday, uh, and I'll circle back to Saturday in a moment, but uh, yesterday uh, they had a whole day planned that uh, Elliot and I have something in common over the weekend. We mm-hmm. both really? did the same thing over the weekend. Uh, you played that board game about Jaws? Played Jaws, the board oh. game. Oh. Uh, that was my <laughs> gift. Um, That's awesome. And uh, so, Oliver, we watched Jaws. Mm-hmm. That, oh. was, uh, wow. that was part of the day. Yeah. Um, which I will say that, that that as is that movie can be released today and you'd still go, God damn it. That's one of the best movies ever made. Mm-hmm. It is. There's only a few times where the shark looks phony. Yeah. But, you know, I, I was telling Oliver and Danielle that when I saw that, you know, not a single person in the 70s, at least in my circle, was going or or what I would hear on talk radio or anything. Yeah. Would, would not Not one person would go. It's great, but the shark looks a little fake. Like we all, yeah. we all were frightened by it eating Quint. Like it's. I think I don't think it looks. I, I only think it looks weird if you take it if you just take it out of context and just watch one thing, looking for it to be fake. Yes, I think when you're caught up in the movie, you don't think about that whatsoever. You don't at all. Even by modern standards, you just you're just watching the movie. You're engrossed in yeah. what's happening. I mean, I would love to see what they. I, and by the way, when I say love, if they, they should not remake this movie, but. Yeah. It would be interesting. I mean, I guess we do see that with, with these other movies, 47 meters below, below and so yeah. on and so forth. But uh, it's flawless. And then we went to a, a delicious meal uh, where I had a great filet mignon. Hmm. And uh, so it was a nice day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that for my birthday. That it was, So it was kind of a twofer, the Friday and then the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Saturday I had a show at the Improv, which uh, Story Smash with our friend Christine Blackburn, mm-hmm. which was a heck of a lot of fun. And... Um, so funny uh, with that is the show starts at seven mm-hmm. and goes to eight. And it usually because they have other shows, uh, Christine has to keep it right on time. Mm-hmm. So it's got to go from seven to eight. And I was going to see Chicago at the Greek after. Oh, 
and Chicago starts at 7.30. Oh, boy. So it's like, you know, I'm going to miss the beginning. Uh, I'll get there when I get there, and it'll be great. And, you know, Peter Pardini was kind enough to supply me with a backstage pass. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so I get there, and Christine goes, says, uh, hey, they just told us they're going to hold until 7.15. Like, oh, damn it. And then she says, and they want us to go to 8.40, um, because uh, David Spade's going to come in and do a set, and they want the audience to mm-hmm. to be here. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I I thought we'd be done at eight, mm-hmm. which is why I said yes to this particular date. Right. I also forgot it was the day of Hatcher Kong. And uh, we ended up stop ending at eight thirty, which ended up being okay. I mm-hmm. uh, got in my car, raced the Greek, got there during intermission. Oh. So I got to see the entire second half of the show. Mm, that's nice. Um, and then uh, hung out backstage, mm-hmm. which was very, very nice. And um, got to speak with uh, Lou Pardini, uh, you know, P- uh, Peter's uh, uncle, which mm-hmm. is, you know, how this whole thing began. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lee Lockney and the trumpet player. And then, of course, here he comes. <laughs> uh, Pankow? Jimmy Pankow comes over, and I'm talking to Lee at that point. And, and then Jimmy looks at me, and he goes, uh, he goes, hey! <laughs> and I go, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, he goes, I know who you are. And uh, <laughs> and then we just, we talked for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, when it was time for me to, to leave, and um, uh, I said, well, it was great seeing you again. And uh, he said, get in here. Gives me a hug. <laughs> and we leave. And I, I admittedly, the, the the 16-year-old Jimmy Pardo walking yeah. from there to my car yeah. was like over and over in my head going, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you are you kidding? Yeah. Is, is is am I now on a relationship? And, and I'm not in a relationship right. anyway. But is it where Jimmy Pankow <laughs> is hugs, hugging me? Hugs it out with you. I mean, it's like I I I am not taking any any sick anything that's happened in my career. I don't take any of it for granted. Mm-hmm. But I'm not taking it because a lot of people hang out with famous people. That's what happens. Yeah. And we do on this show, and mm-hmm. we do in live shows, and we do it. It's like it does not go unappreciated yeah unappreciated like i was like this is the, the are crazy. you fucking kidding like yeah because just that day my friend gary and i were talking on about how we went to see chicago at um chicago fest in 81 together mm-hmm. and so we were talking about it because uh he had just seen the documentary mm-hmm. and um and going back and forth and back and forth and it's just like you know but who would have known as we were doing that that day that that night i'd be hugging jimmy Peck? like that's just right. craziness I know. I know i'm talking in circles but it was like it's just exciting um, i know that's ridiculous I'm, I'm no exciting, it, but it, i mean that's not that many people get to sort of have their childhood dream of like the thing that they love the most i know growing up becomes part of their life in a personal way it was, it's, it's incredible and also for the for that person to be present right you know what i mean like when steve martin was present and again I, i'm dropping names and i yeah. sound like that asshole that's not the point right. it's to show the appreciation right. of when steve martin was present with oliver yeah like good good yeah it wasn't you know uh you know when i met michael madsen and he was a dickhead <laughs> you know and again i thought i was doing it for mike schmidt that's rough because um, you you also grew up loving michael madsen you know i love michael madsen you know i love virginia <laughs> Madsen, the whole Madsen, Madsen family. family. It's like, <laughs> well, you, they're from Chicago. And you were like, why, why couldn't I have been born into that family? Like, if only I could be right? like a, some, like a cousin, yeah. and just have some sort of, and then so for him to and be then I made him dismissive. He treats me like a redheaded stepchild. Oh, <laughs> the worst thing a person can be. The worst. <laughs> uh, but had a great time. Great. Uh, it was a very busy, great weekend. Birthday weekend. Nice. 
And Zoe had her big show over the weekend. She yep. had Mary Poppins. Yep. And uh, she played the character Jane. Is that the character? Yeah, name? she played the daughter. Which in the in the Broadway, this is this was like a children's condensed version of the Broadway version of Mary Poppins, which I don't remember happening. I think it was uh, I think it opened in London in two thousand four and then closed in London in two thousand four. <laughs> no, no, it came to Broadway. Oh, did it? And they uh, they and it came to Los Angeles as well. And then oh, wow. the cast I was totally was uh, the cast came on the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Ah, and it was great. Yeah. So, but my, I only bring that up because it's different than the plot is very different than the movie and, oh. and the kids are, have, they're bigger parts basically because they, they sort of had to f- flesh it out a little bit, I guess, for the stage. And so, yeah, she had like, uh, you know, there's, there's Mary Poppins, Bert, uh, the dad. Uh, and, and these are all children playing these roles. Yes. Yeah, and then Zoe and and is it an older kid? I apologize. Is it an older kid playing Mary Poppins? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, there's and, like an eighth grader playing Mary Poppins, and uh, I don't. The kid playing the dad was like maybe seventh grade or something. Is there uh, some sort of a um, harness? Does she fly? <laughs> no. They have a the back of wall of the stage is a big screen, and they do uh, and there's like the backdrop. You know, they project different backdrops for different scenes. So like, this is the nursery. This is the you know the park and so and then there's a a silhouette a mary poppins silhouette that flies oh, through the the backdrop you know the projection with her umbrella so that's how they handle that yeah and the cut and the kite scene too they do that with the kites but but mostly it's just very straightforward simple children's production but it was great they all did great she was great and obviously i would say that because i'm her dad but but everybody was uh, very you know like oh my god zoe's so great and uh and it's a lot to do in three weeks they put together a whole show there's songs there's like a theater camp yeah 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 um intensive it's an intensive it is and there's two casts because there's like 30 kids in the camp so friday and saturday friday night saturday matinee is one cast so she's in the ensemble for those two shows mm-hmm. and then saturday night sunday matinee she's in that role and there's a whole new there's different people in all the lead roles except for the dad because there's not that many boys in the camp so the dad did the dad role and bert did the bert role for mm-hmm. all four shows but anyway yeah it was it was fantastic she was she was uh really happy with how it all went obviously she's a perfectionist so she's like well i you know i just i dropped this line but uh you know this guy covered it so it's like no i didn't notice any of that it seemed <laughs> fine um but yeah it was it was awesome that's the live theater it is lines are gonna be dropped lines are gonna be added yeah Sometimes very, you'll do. Very rarely does that happen. Yeah. Well, you, you could maybe just uh, improvise something. I walked off to the side, starts doing a monologue, like a wipeout with a guy, or not wipeout, a whiplash. Yeah. Uh, how great would that be if you went to see a play and a guy just snaps and just starts doing a monologue <laughs> in the middle of it? You're like, what the f is going it. on? Yeah. I imagine that's happened at some point, but well, probably. Um, right. I imagine everything's happened at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, isn't the? I don't know exactly what the deal is, but that the play that goes wrong isn't that the premise is something something gets screwed up and then there's like a whole the plot goes into like what happens when the play gets screwed up you know i don't know and that, that's that, playing that, right now that's playing right now here in yeah. town yeah i've uh, never seen it no and way. apparently the uh from what i'm uh, gathering on facebook and i'm piecing i'm only piecing things together the gentleman greg liana who wrote the original meet the parents mm-hmm. that uh then ended up uh, you know becoming a movie yeah the original independent film which was with emo phillips and some other uh, folks mm-hmm. um that guy uh, kind of wrote the same thing. 
Oh. And so uh, huh. there's some uh, hubbub on the internet about how okay. the, what's it called, please? The play that goes wrong. The play that goes wrong. Apparently there is a, another version of that from decades ago. Oh, wow. Oh, and it was that, produced. That predates this. Huh. And so now there's a. Wow. This guy can't stop making the thing before the thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, he got paid for right. the parents. Sure, he sure. Saw, and, as did Emo Phillips, I believe, because I think they, co- uh-huh. I think it's one of those, when they say they co-wrote, I want to say that maybe Greg wrote 99% and Emo wrote 1%, right. but it was. But he's the uh, name. Yeah. At, at least at that time it was right uh and the original by the way if, if you ever get a chance to see the original one with that greg made it's really really good how do you find that i don't know i've you've told i never knew that uh, that existed until you told me about it years ago and i'd love to see it maybe it's on youtube i, I really i mean i re- maybe maybe not though because he sold the rights or what's whatever. it called is it also called meet the parents the first ever national lampoon made for video movie in the history of the world meet the parents oh Oh, so it was a National Lampoon production. Yeah, well, I didn't. Huh. Know, I, boy, I didn't know it was that. Uh, uh, that so, high. is it on any? Is it available on DVD or streaming or anything? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Is it called National Lampoons Meet the Parents? It just doesn't meet the parents. Huh. What's that website? Can I stream it? Yeah, stream it. That site doesn't fucking work, man. Which one? Can I stream it? I feel like so often I try to use it, and it's like. Just, you know what's funny? Oliver just said that very thing yesterday because uh, we were trying to see if, uh, oh, I wanted to know what we were uh, streaming. And then Danielle said, I'll look it up. And Oliver's like, it doesn't, that, that site doesn't work. That yeah. site's worthless. Well, I, I don't know how they keep it updated. Like, who's working? Like, what? Are, how do they pay for, you know, if you had like an army of people uh, f- keeping it updated all the time, right. you'd have to pay them. You, m- they, you might be the, able to spider some of that. Yeah, I think it just, maybe. I think it just searches all these different sites when you do the search it's yeah. like kayak for movies yeah it's actually not working <laughs> it's like travago I told you it doesn't work it has a nice belt yeah sometimes it doesn't even load yeah that's what's happening right now oh, you guys more, are missing you're missing there, an icing there's more than that there's a right solid there's a solid icing. i know your chair you're a little higher up now but uh oh speaking I, of his higher up chair yeah? i guess the the earwolf people don't know that uh, we got new chairs so now now garen is is a higher up but i when I was looking at the video last night for the first episode with the new chairs, yeah. and I'm sure Elliot already knows this, because Garen is now six inches higher, uh-huh. his his shot now has your face hovering oh. over oh. his shoulder <laughs> from that picture. All right, so we may have to. Uh, no, actually, I think it's no, perfect. It's yeah. It was a good little sneaky little. Uh, yeah. Just just know that Jimmy Jimmy's well, looking over you. It lets you know whose room it is. Yeah. That's very important. Anytime it shoots to Garen, don't be distracted. Remember, you're still you're still watching Never Not Fun. This is still Daddy's Dojo, yeah. and I'm not going to play games. Uh, you can get it on Apple for $9.99. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. There I go. might do that. It it's. Uh, I remember thinking it was terrific, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I thought I think that when Ben Stiller ended up doing it, I thought that that oh, first that, one was terrific yeah, too. It's good, it's great. Scratch. I was uh, itching a scratch or scratching an itch. You decide. Hmm. To yourself. Hmm. To yourself. <laughs> um, uh, well, there's one of them's correct and the other one isn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I'm going to choose the correct one. No, that's your, that's up to you. you decide what you, uh, how you want to work it. Right. You know, that's your choice. We, we, all, we all make choices in this world. That's mm-hmm. one of them. All right. Mm-hmm. Done. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to my lonely bed tonight. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, I'm go like, see some movies you got uh, all this time to you do that anyway I guess in your life but so it's not that exciting yeah but you know what uh, we got you know there's other stuff going on in my life where like I think this four days it's like I was like I got four days to do whatever I want but it's like there's still mm-hmm. life 
you know, there's still the... They can't go see a movie? <laughs> there might be. There might be some time to see a motion picture. Mm-hmm. Might, I might see one today to avoid traffic going home. Mm-hmm. That might be uh, how I handle that. Might mm-hmm. go over here to the Arclight Sherman Oaks. Yeah. I might. I'll tell you one thing. No about, promises. Uh, I'm not going to say... Well, we can get into the movie, too, but I don't want to talk about it if you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've not seen it. If you go to Sherman Oaks, Arclight... One of the theaters is showing a 35 millimeter print of it instead of digital. And the only reason that's interesting is because studios don't make trailers in 35 millimeter anymore. So if you go to that one, no trailers, zero trailers. You got to you got to be there right on time. No, they actually started at five minutes late, probably assuming everyone would think there would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, But I was like, oh, huh. This is cool. Just seeing a movie. Interesting. Don't you I, look? I, I I don't care for trailers. They yeah. uh, they they bore me to tears. You kind of like At the like same it, time, you kind of need that little ramp up. I also don't always hate them. Like sometimes it's annoying, and sometimes I'm like, it's fun. Like there's an art to them, and when you see a good one, it's kind of fun to see a good trailer. Yeah, but we've uh, talked about it on this very show before. Like when I was a kid, if there were nine trailers, I was the happiest kid in the world. Right now, if there's more than one, uh, let let's go. Yeah. I also I also like it when it, like I don't like going to movie theaters because I don't like being around other people if I don't have to be. But uh, it one of the good things about that is if there's a really bad dumb trailer and somebody just calls it out. Mm, like that is fun. They're, yes. they're just so. Why is this happening? Like that's yeah. yeah. Even just like an involuntary like the trailer ends and you just hear one person go pop. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> which would uh, be Jimmy. Yeah. Which would be me. Well, a blurt laugh is your style. Uh, that is my style. <laughs> a blurt laugh is your Well, I did say it when we saw The Wedding Singer, mm-hmm. which ends up being a great movie, but that trailer looked... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very, I like very the much. The Wedding Singer. Uh, but the trailer makes it look awful because the trailer ends with the grandma rapping. Yes. Oh, and yeah. we were seeing... In fact, we were seeing Boogie Nights. It was uh, Gil Martin, Carla Felicia, uh, Pete Schwab and myself, and I maybe Mike Siegel or Jimmy Dore. I forget which the fifth person was. But... The audience was going crazy at the grandma rapping, which Ugh. if you're in comedy and I'm, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but yeah. if you're in comedy, you've seen that and it's old. Yes. Even then it was old. Of course. And I just yeah. went and I went and I meant to kind of whisper it to Schwaba, but I, I think I said, I went one to see, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, Schwaba would be like one to see, huh? And the place went, you know, they, I, it, very nice. I got a nice laugh out of the entire room. Well, not at the entire room. I'm sure some people that are wondering why I was being sarcastic about something that just, or they, they didn't just understand. They understand, didn't understand sarcasm, yeah. and they're like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it is one, one to see. see. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, sir. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I know, I'm enjoying that movie. I just remember thinking it was so, pl- like, just pandering to 80s nostalgia in a well, way that I didn't Who are you know. talking to? I know, I but I, to see I, the I, Pack Friday. I, I actually thought you would not like it for that reason, that it was like, that you, like, that's like almost uh, too on the nose on that, in that respect. You know what? I, uh, at least at that time in my life, I liked it. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I also was coming from a place of, I liked the really silly absurd adam sandler and I, and that to me felt just too much like a this isn't this doesn't have any weirdness or any like actual the kind of comedy i want out of him it's mm-hmm. just got like very obvious reference jokes and mm-hmm. that's all that seems like all it was like hey look at his hair haha <laughs> he's always wearing a blazer I, I don't disagree with any of that uh, but i think uh, for me it was the opposite of that it was like i welcomed that yeah it wasn't. You, you didn't like billy madison or any of that stuff so i didn't dislike billy madison or happy gilmore mm-hmm. didn't dislike them but i did not have yeah interest in the other ones but i don't think did those come what was was this his third i think uh, there might have been one between happy gilmore and 
I think at the end, I didn't like him on Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, so, like... Uh, he did make a really dumb movie with Damon Wayans that was awful. Bullet, oh, bulletproof? bulletproof? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. It wasn't... It was, like, sort of more of a cop buddy action mm-hmm. comedy, I guess. Billy but. Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof, Wedding Singer. Oh, okay. Waterboy, Big Daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it got... Then it, then it was, please... Oh, God, Waterboy. Push Jimmy Pardo away from the movie theater. <laughs> I actually... I actually did like Waterboy. Really? I was not. I was not uh, that interested in the first two. Yeah. Like, and I and, and I realized Waterboy was the one. That you <laughs> That's the one that got you. I, hooked you in. I. I did laugh at it. I like mm-hmm. Wedding Singer better. Do you think there was a, there was two camps in that era that it was Chris Farley fans and then it was Adam Sandler fans. I was a fan of both. I, I would see every Chris Farley. Well, there was only a couple. But. Yeah, weren't that many. And I was, I was slightly disinterested in both. So I mean, talk about diminishing returns, though. Like that to me, Tommy Boy was like a classic, and then the next one out, Black Sheep, was markedly worse. And then that one, Beverly Hills Ninja, was atrocious. <laughs> yeah. What else was there? Uh, wasn't he in a western? Oh, the one that came out posthumously. I yeah. Think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just the same with John. Candy, John Candy was also bizarre. in a western yeah. that yes. he released. Pos- and yeah. that thing was awful wagons east wagons east i don't know if i saw that but i did see the one with chris farley which was yeah it was like a was it matthew perry wasn't it like a yeah 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 and it was um lewis and clark right weren't they playing lewis and clark or something i think they were playing or the other guys that's what it was like lewis and clark did this and here were the other guys yeah sort of i mean it is they just remembering the movie, I, I can't get it. It's like I can't. No, again, un- the funny n- premise. Yes, I know. But executed. once you see what they did with it, it's hard to even give the premise credit. credit. <laughs> yeah. I see. Uh, all right, let's check the mail. Oh, okay. The mail is here. The mail is here. Right. The mail is here. <laughs> raised it or I don't know. 69. Yep, what's up, my brother? The mail is Mm, good premise all right uh yeah you know I, now that i see who this is from this is uh, i'm not 100 percent sure this is for on is air this not on air yeah well, there's there's more mail if this one doesn't pan yeah out. that's not for on air either oh. that's not uh, so there's really What's going on here uh let me uh i'm gonna put this up like this so the camera doesn't see it i guess i guess any flat light on that that's ah, right there uh, uh to jimmy or whoever open or whoever whomever opens his mail. Um, maybe the letter will give us a send it back. <laughs> just don't know how to open up an envelope. Envelope doesn't work. Uh, I just said envelope like I'm a rich asshole. Battle bats. <laughs> oh, that guy did send a shorter version of it, which I oh. e- I just emailed you. Oh, all right. Uh, Steve, I want to say Stephen Johnson. Is that his name? I'll I'll have a look. I don't like connecting this iPad to the internet too often. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, that's a different guy. Uh, all right. Take away the mail. We're not. No. The mail is no longer here. Tom Johnson. Who's Stephen Johnson? That's another fan. Oh, Stephen Johnson is the guy that runs the number one funny fantasy right. baseball league. This is Tom Johnson. He wanted everybody to know. Oh, the door's ringing. This is our guest is here, Garen. If you want to cut him off at the pass. Um. Look at the way he springs out of that chair now. Right? He's not stuck back in there with his spine going into the cushion. Tom Johnson wanted to let us know that he's playing guitar in D Mills and the Thrills, which is a hip hop 
uh, live band, I guess. And the Johnson Family Band, which I think is uh, very different. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, it's Tom More Johnson, like. and we uh, wish him a lot of luck. Bluegrass. As we do. Scott Ackman has just joined us. Garen's going to go get him a delicious filtered water mm-hmm. right out of the, uh, the the kitchen here at uh, at uh, Never Not Funny Central. Um, I got a chance to see the uh, the old sofa on my walk in today. Oh, it's still there. I it's know. Still there. It's still there. What a bummer that that. Uh, I think we have to call. Well, the I, city. we do. We I do. tried using the app for three one one, and it kept saying it wouldn't connect, so I I couldn't uh, submit it. I was going to submit it. Oh, yeah. We. I, it. I, I I obviously very erroneously to use that word for the second time. I thought that that thing would be gone within minutes. Yeah. And you said, as you mentioned, just the legs were taken. Yeah. Very sad. Weird. Um, it's weird, but now it feels bad because it's like it, basically we've littered. We have. That's a yeah. that's extreme littering. When you put <laughs> right. an entire couch in the alley. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just want it to be known that I have attempted to try to get the city. All right, to so pick at least it one up. of us has. Yeah, but we'll do it uh, as soon as this show's over. We'll we call do, somebody. Yeah, we'll just we, or call or, or just or, move it to another alley. <laughs> I just don't want to fucking see it. It's <laughs> an eyesore that my studio should not have to uh, put up with. I think we should like. Pick it up, carry it to a dumpster, and put it on top of the dumpster. <laughs> and it actually See, probably would have fit in this dumpster. Yeah. Mm, well, if it was empty, I guess we could we could have stuck it in. Yeah. Top ways. I think it would, uh, would have. All right, Scott Ackerman is here. Garen Cockrell. What are you doing? Yeah, I see you playing with the, the. Yeah, I'm trying to get the thing that got sent to me. What are you trying to? Oh, oh so you're not sorry, you're not looking to play something currently? No. Do you want me to play something? No, I can't. Th- I, I, that's why I was curious. Like, oh, what no. exciting new thing do you have? No. There we go with the straw, right, Garen? That's the way to do it. Watch yourself now. That chair's higher than it was. <laughs> Safety first. Um, all right, Garen Cockrell is here. Uh, Scott Ackerman is joining us. Scott's taking time away from the, the comedy Bang Bang, which I am, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, was it on the air? You did mention on the air, yes. That you're no, on. I did not mention it on the oh, air. Oh, it was off the air. It was off the air. You're right, you're right. That I am on. Uh, I this just don't know the difference anymore. <laughs> life is comedy. Comedy is life. I'm on a very funny, and I said it off the air, and I'll say it on the air. And I've been on many a comedy bang bang over the years. My favorite time ever. Wow, had a great time. I had a great time. The two guests were terrific, and uh, Scott uh, was uh, terrific, and uh, I felt welcomed at the Airwolf Studios, and I enjoyed myself. Great. Uh, that's uh, my point. Uh, Scott Ackerman is here. Hello, Scott. Hello. Uh, Paper straw. Huh? <laughs> we care about the environment here, I Scott. Brought my Trump plastic one. Well, then you know you could always uh, unscrew the lid and uh, just drink it. I don't know how to do <laughs> oh, I see. Look at that. Now that's part of the fun. But you'll see a comedy bang bang. That kind of physical comedy is what they're doing over there on the radio show. What's that? That's what we're known. For. That's what you're known for. You're physical. You're like the Edgar Bergen of podcasting. Uh, he was a ventriloquist what? on the radio. Oh. You see what I'm saying? On the radio. Mm-hmm. It's also in the Muppet movie. The original Muppet movie. Yeah, uh, Danielle oh. uh, told me that. He's an original he's, Muppet movie. Uh, Kermit. <laughs> no. No, he's not Kermit. No, no Scott. I'm saying so is Kermit. Oh, so, oh, so is Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'll just take your word for it. He has a small Fozzie. part. Pardon? Fozzie Bear made a cameo. Oh, again, I don't, I, uh, I don't know. My wife has since saw it last week. You've, it, you've literally never seen it, or are you kidding? I saw it uh, ages ago yeah. in, in passing. When you drove by a drive-in theater. What is that, Muppets? Uh, it does have a great line in there that I enjoy, that I, I I do think is one of the great lines in movie history, is when they paint the tour bus. Mm-hmm. And and I think it is, maybe it's the second one, I'm not sure. But what, one of the characters says, uh, I don't know how to thank you. And Kermit goes, I don't know why to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great, yeah. great line. Uh, all right, Scott Rockman is here. We'll be back. <laughs> 
Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Very uh, organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire hey sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks no yeah. did somebody steal it or what's going on over there doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks money might be a little tight that's where earning comes in matt yeah earning earnings there if you got a last uh, minute uh, gift for a loved one an expect uh, unexpected trip to the vet i've seen a lot of that on uh, uh social media by the way people saying oh i had to spend the night at the at the pet vet yeah people like using the phrase pet vet even though vet covers pet i mean what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh capricious or uh silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is here's the important thing Earning is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now well credit card bills huh oh bills 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 the destiny's child ladies told us that every month you get them mm-hmm 
Multiple payments, multiple due dates, a lot of bullshit. Hey, hey, take it easy, man. It's going to be okay. It would just be easier if I had just one payment at a lower rate. I think I can help you with that. Yeah, how would you do that? I, that sounds ridiculously impossible. Have you ever heard of something called Lightstream? Yes, I have, Matt. In fact, let me tell you a little bit about it. Okay. You can do what we just suggested that I couldn't do. <laughs> Consolidate all your credit yes. cards into one low payment? Uh, with a credit card consolidation loan from our friends at Lightstream. Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR. That is with AutoPay. Yeah. Now, there's no matter AutoPay means it automatically will pay it for you. It does not mean that your car has to pay the bill. That would be ridiculous, unless you drive the Night Industries 2000, which is Kit. Okay. He's um, a sentient car who may have the ability to pay. Can things. he write checks? Can he cut a check? Well, he could probably like do a, an ET, what is a, a, the electronic transfer, ETF, ET, it, EFT, electronic fund transfer. EFT. Yeah, I mean he's he's all he's hooked into the computers. He's into the mainframe. I see. All right. Well, listen, uh, the rate is fixed. So you're t- just before. We so move if on. you don't own Kit, okay. then you. So my car, your car can't do. My it. auto is not paying. I know it has. It probably has like the uh, thing where you plug your phone in. I and, do have and a nice you, Yeah. The what, what is that called? Uh, the uh, CarPlay. CarPlay interface. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that that won't pay your bills. Uh, Only Lightstream. <laughs> Well, the rate is fixed. Can help. It'll never go up over the life of the loan. Uh, you can get a loan from five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars. That's with a lot no of fees. cheddar, buddy. Cheddar. Uh, you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightstream's the way to go on this. Let's tighten the belt. Let's save you some money. Yeah. The way to do that, Matt. Lightstream. Now, for never not funny listeners, apply right now. To get a special interest rate discount, the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash pardo. That is lightstream.com slash pardo. Let me spell it out for you dummies. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash pardo. P-A-R-D-O. Subject, of course, to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.50 auto pay discount. Now, there's that auto pay again. Does that mean I get... No, the car isn't doing it. Car it isn't just, doing it. Just, but honestly, you get a bigger <laughs> discount using AutoPay, and I think AutoPay is great because it's then you don't have to remember everybody. It's just, it takes care of itself. I remember my car's in the driveway. No, no, no. And it's not about your car. This car's not involved. It's automatic. It stands for automatic. Automatic, not automobile. Right. Now, your automobile may be an automatic, but that is not relevant to this. I don't care for a manual here in Los Angeles. It's no, too, you got uh, it. It's a lot of... Uh, now, unless you have uh, pedal Achilles tendon, those paddle shifters. I don't have paddle shifters. <laughs> You're not driving an F1 race car. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Um, now, listen. You've just clarified that. I think that Lightstream should have clarified that. That is not okay. my automobile. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com/slash/pardo for more information. Lightstream. A better way to consolidate your credit card debt. Hey, Matt, before the show even started today, I told these fine people that listen to us, and we thank them. You know we thank them. We always thank them. uh, About Squarespace. Yeah. Now, you know this. I know this. Elliot Hochberg, Uh who may or may not pronounce his last name that way. Probably not. Knows this. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Yeah, it's true. If you want to start an online store for your, uh, maybe you knit hats at home uh, in your spare time. Maybe that's your hobby. And you're like, you know what? These hats are too darn good to just leave in a drawer in my house. I'm going to start selling on the internet. Maybe for the next Women's March, people could uh, sell those pink hats. There you go. Yeah. Maybe you've got your own march in mind. Maybe your hats are celebrating some other uh, group of uh, disenfranchised people. I'm doing the March March. Oh, yeah? March at Mar- in I'm, March? I'm boycotting March. Oh, you're going to go right from February to April? Yeah. 
And you so, know who's going to love that? Who's that? My son, Charlie, because his birthday is April 25th. Well, that's right. Get, <laughs> He's going to get him there a month get earlier. Get there faster. Yeah, I'm going to have a march. Now, it, it will not happen in 2020 because the march will happen. Right. So March will still be there in 2020. So the march is in the month of March? Yes. That's a little confusing. No. Well, yeah. what happens in 2021? It's the march in March. Well, then comes 2021. The march was so successful. You go February 28th, April oh, so 1st. It's not going to become an annual event. Oh, no, no. It's a one and done. I think it should be. I think if it succeeds, then the next year you should have a celebratory parade that takes place on February 28th. Oh, in, in remembrance. In, yeah. Of, we're, we're marching to celebrate the fact that we don't have to live through March again. Oh, yeah. You're right. The March can be annual. Yeah. But make no mistake, come 2021... Get new calendars, buddy. And this is, I know. March is gone. The next, the first day after March is April 1st, but this is not an April Fool's prank. This is real. This is real. We're really doing it. What about St. Patrick's Day? We'll find a new date, you drunks. You know what? I I think we can be done with that particular quote unquote holiday. Yeah, well, I don't disagree with that. (laughs) It doesn't do any good. What I do agree with is the way to get uh, it out there that this March is happening is to make a website with Squarespace. Great. Beautiful templates. Created by world-class designers. The ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website yourself. Now, they've got an e-commerce over there. Maybe, you're like you said, you want to sell something. Yeah. Those hats. I'm going to make some March for March hats. Mm-hmm. March in March. March March against March. It's March Mar- March against March. March against well, You're marching against March. But what about March. March Madness? Hey, you know what? You're practicing. <laughs> Sayonara. You. See you later. There's, <laughs> There's a lot nothing of, good is in March. Right? Why, why do we keep clinging to it? <laughs> right? And as, as the old cliche of March comes in like a lion goes out of lamb. You, you, Guess what? Guess what? No lines, no lambs. February's cold. April's great. Boom. Go on, March. Yeah. I can't think of one good thing that happens in March. This is a genius idea we stumbled on. <laughs> Uh, Squarespace is powerful e-commerce. I just told you about everything. What about uh, spring break? Take it in April. Take it in April. Like half the schools in America do anyway. Jerks. Right? Is that it? We covering all the uh, marches? I guess the Oscars. Oh, you almost forgot about the Oscars. No, no, those are bumped to... Uh, those are in February. February now. anyway. Okay, so it doesn't matter. They, they See, they were ahead of the curve. They knew... They knew this, they knew they this like, was like, we got to get out of March. It's terrible. And to address Elliot's Ides of March, we're supposed to be where the Ides of March. Yeah. Well, now we don't you even don't have, have to. Be. to. They're gone. Think about how long Caesar would have lived. He'd probably still be here. Right? Yeah. Put your fears away. This is great. We're losing March. Yeah. See you, March. Uh, everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is also easy. Uh, and you get great... 24-7 award-winning customer support. So you can buy your domain there. You can build mm-hmm. your website there. You can get support any time of day or night there. Yeah. This is the ultimate way to do a website. Why would you do it anywhere else? Head to squarespace.com slash Pardo for a free trial. I'm laughing, by the way, at Sayonara. <laughs> That's what I'm laughing at about uh, uh, March Madness. <laughs> Guess what? Sayonara. <laughs> Head to squarespace.com slash Pardo for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Pardo. Pardo. Really? The one word you can <laughs> pronounce is your name, you idiot? Use the code PARDO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash PARDO. Offer code PARDO. Squarespace. See you later, March. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the program. Episode. That's not That's not a good omen. Uh, episode 2425, last episode of the season. Airwolf feed. Mm-hmm. Last one of the season. Oh, I should uh, mention there will be a uh, there'll be an episode next week. We, we, you will be off, but there will be new content for the Earwolf listener next week. New content, new content for them. New to right, them, I yes. see. New to them. If you haven't seen it before, it's or new heard to it you. Before it's new to you. That's right. NBC told us that. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, uh, what is that? Now, what is this now? Oh boy. 
Well, my wife's across the country here, and she's in a rat-infested hellhole. Oh God! And, and uh, hopefully they get out. Of, hopefully they get to Delaware quickly. I don't like the people getting emails on their wrist because it always looks like they're out impatient of time. Or, yeah, yeah, impa- yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It's happened so many times yeah. in my show recently where people are are doing this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and then I hurry it up, and I'm right. like, okay, you had to go or something. They're like, no, I just got an email that I was. You know what? It, it, I hadn't even thought about that because I've, I've I've observed that too, and and I thought, oh, it, it seems more rude than looking at your phone, and I forgot that people would look at their watch because they want to. Like that yeah. would be rude to do. You if mean you're so in a conversation. it seems less rude than looking at your phone? No, I think it seems more rude to look at your wrist than look at your phone. Yeah, he he like made a stink about me doing it when I first got my watch. Uh, was that on the program here? No, no. It was like after we had done recording and he was blathering on. I was really <laughs> impatiently trying to leave. And I looked at my watch and he was like, God, that's so rude. I'm like, yes, I want you to stop talking so I can get out of here. And uh, he took it so weirdly. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, he was acting all put out about it. I don't understand. That sounds like an email saying, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was trying to type it on oh, the face of the Lord, watch. Stop talking. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I'm with you. It is very it, like Matt, I'm with when, her when you do it over there and you do <laughs> it, do it. It's like, well, you know what? Part of the problem but is I also think that, that it's quicker than yes. looking at your phone. It's, I think it's less. Maybe I have to reprogram my brain. I but, think we yeah. all culturally are going to have to. But I'll tell you what's why it's bad is because to make the screen turn on, you have to kind of do a slightly. Yes. Exaggerated. Yeah. Exaggerated. Like, <laughs> so it, it looks, excuse me, mister. Yeah, it's very sassy. It's it's not it's, like it's a very subtle, stage play. It's like very because <laughs> yeah. look, if I just do that here yeah it's like boom. the 1015 is about to arrive. oh no the 1015's about, <laughs> about to, to arrive, arrive. The i don't know that song i thought <laughs> it doesn't exist <laughs> you know what nobody does but it's gonna catch on i thought it was from carousel or something uh, you guys love your musicals i don't love carousel i'll tell you that the first musical i ever did and really? you so so you have an affection for it i do although the the story's very problematic but uh yeah i do i was the star keeper I, I, the dude up in heaven who like hung stars up and was like, well, hello, Billy. What are you doing here? You want to go back down to earth or whatever the fuck is it? That's what carousel's about. I didn't know there was. <laughs> the dude dies, uh-huh. right? Spoilers. I'm ready. Okay. So dude like is abusive to his girlfriend, Okay, die, but wants to be better for her. She, she's pregnant, mm-hmm. right? And he then he goes into Soliloquy, which is the most famous song where he's like, oh, I, you know, it's going to be so awesome having a boy and playing catch with him. And then suddenly he realized, what if it's a girl? And then he's like, my little girl. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that song. Um, yes, I know so doing. then he turns into an old softy and decides that he's <laughs> going to go get money for her, I guess, by robbing someone down by the docks, I think. Gets stabbed, goes up to heaven. What the hell? And then... Heaven is like, hey, dude, you want to go down and see your, your little girl? And then she's graduating from high school when he goes back down. And then uh, oh. they sing, oh, this is the most famous song, You'll Never Walk Alone. Because uh-huh. she's uh-huh. been fucked up because her father hasn't been there for 18 years. And then the person who in charge of graduation sings that and she's okay, I think. Or maybe he hugs her like a ghost. I can't remember. Wow. Yeah. I always thought like it was like every other musical from that era, which was just about a guy who comes to a town and turns everything right. upside down. <laughs> and goes <laughs> and parties. Yeah, for a while he rents yeah. out carousels. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's a that's a dark story. It's very you... dark, but it does. It also he's not very sympathetic yeah. through a modern lens. But I think that's what some of the the uh, reboots sort mm-hmm. of address. But and how old were you when you did that? I must. I was four. Yeah, fourteen. So that was a high school production. High school production. Yes, of Carousel. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
carousal, as we called it. You called the carousal <laughs> for yeah. humor backstage. Yes, for humorous purposes backstage and otherwise. Oh, right? I see. But not during the program. <laughs> during the program, I think we may have been uh, disciplined had we said it. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time where I did a uh, show at community theater, uh, which I will never remember the name of the show at this point? But describe it. Uh, I, uh, I guy can't. comes to town and parties. <laughs> yeah, I cannot remember it, but it was. Uh, this guy, Bob Leonard, was one of the other actors who was a DJ on WGN Radio, WLS Radio. Mm. Myself and one other guy decided it would be very funny if we did Italian accents for this particular <laughs> Great. production. For one performance? For one performance. Oh, okay. Let's do Italian accents. So we're, we come out, hey, how you doing? And we're doing, and we're doing oh, our three geez. characters as Italians. At one point, Bob is like, we're having this conversation. He says something, and I just blurt laugh. And... At intermission, the director just motherfucks oh. us up and down, and rightfully so. Oh, of course. Like, so unprofessionally. But like, the play was okay, and we thought, right. this thing's a clunker. Let's jazz it up and do some. I feel like I did that in one of my high school plays where I came out with, like, a thing of toilet paper stuck to my shoe just to be funny or right. whatever. It's like doing the stuff the night, you know, you learn very quickly that's not it's professional. Wrong. You're Tim yeah. Conway at that point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And, you know, while it's accepted, while yeah. Carol might accept it, others do not. There was a guy where I went to college or one of the places I went to college at Orange Coast College and he was a real weird dude for various reasons but he um, he was the stage manager of a one act play that a very serious artist wrote right and he was in it this, this very serious guy was in it and it was all about a waiting room and obviously it was a waiting room to get into heaven or whatever you know and a guy wrestling with like do I belong there or whatever and th- this guy the weird guy was uh, the stage manager but he also uh, one of his jobs was to be the voice of the interrogator, like asking them questions. And he had a very strange voice. So he's, and he was doing it very kind of robotically, like, what do you want? What are you doing here? You know? And so the very last night he, he was like jazzed and this school had a reputation for people like improving a lot during shows and doing stuff like that. And so he and his mom was in the crowd and he was just like very. And so people are like, calm down, calm down, <laughs> you know, like everything's OK. So the very last lines of the show were um, this guy over the over the offstage mic saying, how do you feel now? And the main character saying, worthy. And then lights go out, right? <laughs> and and standing ovation. Standing ovation, right? Ter- terrible play. <laughs> but so he's like robotic during the entire time, not like his real voice. He's like, how do you feel now? And the guy goes, worthy. And then lights go down and suddenly you hear the hum of the mic going on again. <laughs> and he's like, uh-oh. And he goes, well, that's great because you got a 10-minute break and then you got to get back to work here. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruining, ruining like, everything. The whole what? thesis of a bad play, sure. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh my god! That uh, uh, just very quickly, uh, they, they the director then made us go back out this again and do it the right way. Oh really? Which, so which I you, I felt like yeah, that well, would be even weirder. We've got to, We've already committed. Like right? Yeah, I'm with you. Like that's awkward. And I was going go. We. But, but maybe already, it was so bad. That I mean, like, <laughs> you know what? You're right. It's one of those things like, this was funny for you three clowns. Right. It was awful to the audience. Yeah, right. Hey, how we doing? <laughs> awful. Yeah, your eyebrows raised at yeah. something Scott said. Well, I just, it, be, I, not having known the story Eyebrow of Carousel. monitor over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's literally, he's like Kilroy. I, I see the eyebrows. <laughs> that lets me know he's got some something to input. Um, but uh, not having known the story of Carousel, it now makes me wonder, maybe erroneously, Logan's Run is about death and stuff like that, and and their thing 
is carousel as well, is it not? Am I remembering wrong? That when you when oh. you when you hit that age, you then go to carousel. What? I not, I do not remember all. Lo- I spent spend most of my time masturbating during Logan. <laughs> Billy Billy worked at a carousel. That's it's not that they they are twenty five no, no, and but, suddenly are all dead. No no no. I understand that. But what I'm saying is I don't know the chronology of those. Is there is there a reason why Logan's run? Because of that dark story of Carousel and it having to do with death and everything, if that's maybe has something to do with why that was called Carousel in Logan's Run? Oh, I it, I didn't know. I wasn't seeing the connection that it was yeah. called Carousel. Um, the Carousel was in the 50s and Logan's, Logan's Run was in the 70s. 70s so, 70s, yeah. you know, maybe there's some sort of a... Maybe there's a little homage, Nod. tip of yeah. the hat. Because yeah, cause I, I, cause I thought it, it was... was the internet. Uh, cool. <laughs> I thought it was just... Uh, well, it seems sticking out. Book. Okay. At all. <laughs> Words. <laughs> it's also car- C-A-R-R-O-U-S-E-L is what the carousel is spelling in mm. Logan's mm. Run. Or is it something? Spells something. No, oh. no, it's spelled differently than oh. the play. It it could, it's not an acronym. It could be. When did the book come Do out? Do we know? <laughs> I mean, um, that, that should, would solve all of this. Can we just look this up on whocares.com, please? <laughs> <laughs> what is the book? Check, uh, That's the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> So if you had had the foresight to call your show, who cares dot com, man, 1967 is where the books, the book. All right. So that's after. Ooh, baby. Uh, so after two right. years before the summer of love. No, but carousels from the 50s. So it yeah. theoretically right. very well could, yeah. could be. I mean, maybe I, it, it seems to me like it was more of a, a carousel is a fun thing and it was like an iron you know ironic appropriation of like oh right. we're all going to this f- car- the, to the carousel yeah more than it's about the play but mm. i don't know all right well listen we solved it we, nope. solved, <laughs> we solved nothing no. uh but let me check in with garen cockerel he's already over there high on that chair uh pop goes reason for that sponsored by com. now garen went back to uh, michigan over the weekend he did. business and family how did that go garen i went well went okay you're getting a phone trip. call by the way i know it might be amazon oh what did what, what do they have to say I don't know. Should I answer it? Yeah. I like how you're directly under a picture of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently on camera, it's me oh, just kind of poking oh, over okay. his shoulder. Here we go. Oh. Uh, it's pound 1109. Okay. To get into your building? All right. Thank you for that information. Thank you. Give, give us the address, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hashtag 1109. Hashtag? Yeah, it's not working. I already tried it. Okay. Oh. I got it. I got it. I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, that was that paid cool. off. That, that, <laughs> that was good. That was the payoff we were open for. Now watch that. Now that hashtag is going to start trending because of us. <laughs> hashtag one one zero nine. When your building gets robbed tonight, and make no mistake, I've got I've got to stay in the valley so I don't get caught live? in traffic. I'm going to rob you. Yeah. But we're, are we live? Is it, did that go out? Doesn't matter if it's live. You're not going to change heard the it. code. <laughs> I heard it going out. The one person that matters, and again, that person's me. Mm-hmm. You will be broken into tonight. We we know you have a very fancy television. I know I'm safe because I have dogs. And you uh, won't make that's it past a good the point. Oh, that's a great yeah, point. I'll yeah. die from my my, and, and my, my lungs. Well. Will we were up. we were robbed the other day. By wait, the way, wait, and we what? got it all on camera. What? Your house? Our, well, the uh, uh, there was an Amazon package. Oh, uh, you got a porch pirate? We got a porch pirate. Oh, boy. Um, so we were out of town for four days, and the f- the, the the third and fourth day, our friends stayed at the place, but the, the first and second day, there was no one there. And the first day, an Amazon package got delivered. And then the second day, a guy came in and, like, skeevily looked around, 
picked it up, tried the front door. Tried the door? Tried you the did. door. It was not open. So then he like took off really quick. But, and, but he took the package. Took the package, yeah. Did you call that? Because that happened to us. We caught him as well. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing creepier than seeing like him in the distance on the camera walking and then it's like deciding, oh, I'm going to steal that. Right. And then doing that skeevy look, yeah, yeah. coming, taking it. And then going. Yeah, uh, we, we, we called Amazon and they replaced all the items. We, we decided had. to call the police instead. Um, <laughs> no, nah, we were, it was very important to get these packages. <laughs> I think Amazon's the way to go, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd want to be law enforcement into getting my meatloaf album on time. <laughs> I'm curious, though. What, does the poli- what do the police do? We gave him the video. Well, I mean, the reason to call is because, like, if it's happening a lot in the right. neighborhood, yeah, then, yeah. Right. you know, people can look out for him. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or if they're, like... You know, if they're around the city, there's, you know, a lot of uh, homeless camps and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. If they're, you know, going through those. Yeah. Stuff like that. What do you mean going through those? You mean if they're going if they're in those and they see the guy, you know, you know, you know, not enough affordable housing in L.A. A lot of people voting down. uh, People don't want uh, affordable housing next to their places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Palms, uh, Mm -hmm. he. uh, yeah, didn't you tell us uh, something about that? I'm sure I did. I know that in, in Palms, actually, there was a lot of support for bridge housing, which is what you call it when somebody's trying to get from being homeless. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Oh, there was in Palms. Well, we, we wanted it, but there were other powers that be that decide. Like, there's overlapping jurisdictions, and I don't remember the details, but we didn't end up getting it. Even though we said, everybody else says we don't want it. We would like it. We mm-hmm. know it's important and it will help us. So please, here's some places to do it. And then for whatever reason, the machinations or the, the bureaucracy or whatever it is, it didn't end up happening. What is Palms? Palms is the area just north of uh, yep. Culver City. Oh, okay. That uh, uh, Elliot is on the uh, Neighborhood Council. Oh, yep. great. And it's what's the- your uh, gate code? <laughs> Pound one one oh nine. Hashtag one one oh nine. Number sign one one oh nine. One one oh nine. Can you say what was in the, pa- the stolen package, Scott? I don't know. It was for cool up. I think it was like vitamins or something. Yeah. Well, you know, the guy. What did you What did you healthy. want it to be? Dildos? <laughs> like when you asked me that question. I I really just wanted. Actually, would have been more exciting if you had said no. I cannot tell you. <laughs> it's too That's personal. Well, it's, it's not your business. It is not my business. I just was curious. Like how was it? It wasn't irreplaceable. Obviously. No, no. She, in fact, I think the same thing. Called Amazon, they replaced. It. I will yeah. tell you mine. Mine was uh, Meatloaf's Better Hell Two on blue vinyl. I will on blue it. vinyl. That's exactly wow. what it was. Okay. And then I want to say a shirt for Oliver, and then uh, can I say uh, uh, some flowers for Elzron? A shirt, yes, a shirt for <laughs> Oliver is a wonderful title. Of something. <laughs> wonderful. Um, can Worthy. I say I li- I heard a song off? I believe it's track two off Bad Out of Hell 3 the other day, and I was very impressed. Bad Out of Hell 3 is amazingly underrated. It's really good, and as, you know, someone who uh, feels Meatloaf has sort of uh, doesn't have the chops necessarily anymore. Oh, no, he's, um, he's awful. Uh, I But that was a relatively recent album, and I'm just really yeah, impressed by it. It's really good. Yeah. And the track with Jennifer Hudson on it is yeah. uh, the future. Uh, the future's not what it used to be or whatever. Yeah. Track two, what's track two on Bad Out of Hell 3? That's it was. I was just, it came on in random shuffle. Oh, it did. And I was like, oh, wow, this is this must be older. And then I looked track it up. Two. Track two. I can't pull it. Well, it's right after out. the monsters loose. Hear me, Jimmy. Do you, you hear me? Do you want to guess it, or do you want to? I won't. I will not be able to pull it for a million dollars. Initials? Uh, sure. B A A B. B A. Blind as a bat. Blind, blind as, a bat. as a bat. And he sounds good on that. He sounds great. And it's a good song. Was that like ten years ago that album came out? I want to say ten years ago. What do we got? Six. 
Oh, 13. 13 years ago. That, that explains it a little bit. Yeah, and he has, he's had some clunkers and one good one since then. What's what's the good one? Uh, boy, I'll have to uh, look at the titles. Mm. Hang Loose Teddy Bear? No, hey, that's, cool no, teddy bear. that's no, not a good awful. one. Awful. And Helen Can you tell by the title? Is awful. Uh, braver than, braver than, what's it called? Braver than something? Uh, braver. Uh, braver than we are? Braver than we are. And, and is, okay. Is that the newest one? Yeah. But that one's bad, isn't it? No, the, the two before that are bad. Bad. That one but isn't better than but the daddy. Two. <laughs> But that one's bad, that isn't be it? it? Because that's one that's bad. Uh, it's better than the other two, Garen. But it, uh, I thought he sounded really bad on that one. Yeah, he probably. Did. But again, better than the other two is since uh, since Bat. Big career. fan of his daughter, though. Oh, Pearl's wonderful. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, she's of course with that gentleman from Anthrax, Scott Ian. I went to college with her. Oh, that's did cool. you? I did. What yeah. college did you go to, young Emerson man? College. Oh, right. Yeah, we had a philosophy class together. Did you? We did. Did you know all the, uh, of course not, all of the uh, Harris Whittles and all of those? No, people. they were way after they were me. Way after yeah. Yeah. Did Matt, I, I'm sure you've told us in the 13 years we've been on this program, did you and Pearl spend time together? No. Uh, Elise was sort of friendly with sort her. Sort of jealous? <laughs> no. Uh, like, they were friendly. You better and, not be spending time with that Pearl girl. <laughs> I think we all knew, like, one of our friends saw Meatloaf helping her move in, like, the first day of, of school. Father was there? He was. And so we all knew. How over the top was that delivery? <laughs> I thought he wouldn't do that. That's what he was talking about. <laughs> I will not he would move do you in your dorm for love but he won't help you move in no, not, move no matter in. how much pizza you have no matter how much beer doesn't matter i'm not into it i will pay for it but i will not uh, lift a box i see that being something that uh, a millionaire like meatloaf would uh pay, would pay for yeah but hey he was there but good for him that's a good father that's yeah. a good father and so we were all we all were aware of the fact that she was meatloaf's daughter and thought it was vaguely cool uh, mm-hmm. i i wasn't wasn't a meatloaf fan so i didn't really I just was like, oh, that's interesting, but kind of weird. Oh, that's did interesting. She, <laughs> did she go with interest level peak worthy? <laughs> did she go with a day or with loaf? A day. Yeah, yeah. Pearl a day. Uh, here's my, of course, my meatloaf impression from a recent interview. Ask me who I voted for. Oh, uh, meatloaf. Who'd you vote for? Trump. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's. I would excuse him voting for Trump maybe well I don't know unless like being around him is even worse but you know if like someone we knew right was running for president even if right you probably would vote for like who yeah like if Howard Kramer were running for president (laughs) wouldn't you be like he said some problematic things probably over the course of his career he's a decent guy ultimately I don't know if he's a good president for say we know him let's put him in there yeah it would just be funny I mean as a friend it'd be (laughs) funny to see him be elected president but that's what it is right it's 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 uh meatloaf being friendly with Trump and yeah supporting on a show yeah because didn't but they you do... have to know he's an asshole? Yeah, that's 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 where it all breaks down. Yeah, but he was <laughs> on like, The Apprentice. You remember when he? Yeah, cried? he was on the. He did a song with the other people in The Apprentice on one of his records, didn't he? Yeah, I want to say. So. Was it the, like three of his friends from The Apprentice all singing backups on one of his Who records? Who else? Like Brett Michaels or something? No, I think there was a country dude. It's got to be big and rich. God, I big hate and that. rich. I hate that guy. They get them both. But he did. Yeah, look up Meatloaf duet apprentice boobs don't put in boobs that's not gonna help you that's he's, that's a, that's just him being silly that's not helpful at all garen don't put boobs in 
Yeah, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat here. <laughs> Me too. Something you would never put into the uh, yeah. Yeah, his computer wouldn't know what to do. Or we have a high for that matter. I've never put in boobs. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why I'm try it. <laughs> what would come up if, if you just put in boobs? I think a, a picture of a calculator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> upside down, of course. Yeah, well, of course. Of course. Of course. No, you, no, that one doesn't have to be upside down, right? It doesn't. Oh, no, wow. No, that's just 80085. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. You're right. Yeah. It is, uh, rot- oil is the one that's upside down. Yeah, rotationally symmetrical. Oil. 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 You put in seven, seven one zero, one zero. And you turn it upside down, and it's oil. And who gives a shit? <laughs> hey, you got me. Grade, somehow that was magical. <laughs> oh, this guy got me. Stand in the storm. It's called and special who's on guest it? appearances from Lil John. What's right? John Rich. Yeah. That's the guy you don't like. No, I do not. And Mark McGrath. Right. <laughs> oh. God, wow. Damn it. A, what if that that's was a four-headed shit monster? <laughs> what, if, what if you listened to that song? And you were like. This is genuinely a great song. <laughs> well, you know what? Could you, look, I love Lil John. Lil John was one of the best comedy band made guests, by the way. Really? Well, so, nice he was hear. so funny. Did you have John Rich on? I did not. <laughs> that, was, that was your mistake. Lil John was a pleasure. Super funny. That's great. The and, TV show? Uh, yeah, the TV yeah. show. Yeah. He's great. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here's a little bit of that. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Stand in the Storm. Stand from in the Hell storm. in a Handbasket. Stand oh, this in the so Storm. This album so effing bad. Okay. Yeah. What if that's all it was? And little John just came in to go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mark McGrath, Paul F, and I did a scene on "No, You Shut Up" with him. Huh. With him. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, uh, rich, poor, black, white—the four things you can be. <laughs> This is one of those songs that, you know, sometimes a song is so bad it just sounds like that shouldn't exist. Like that really doesn't (laughs) sound like music, really. What should not exist in the world, (laughs) according to Matt? (laughs) Is that number one with a bullet? That is, absolutely. (laughs) And then racism? Uh, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Oh, but now wait a minute. If that song didn't exist then racism would be even worse because obviously they're tackling the issue. Right, exactly. Just even incrementally, it did I bet racism is probably, a little bit better. There was probably one fan of Big and Rich who heard that and was like, I like that one guy. What? He's a rapper? No. And, okay. Oh! I accept you. He doesn't accept it. You know, the guy doesn't accept it. There's no way. <laughs> one guy. One guy. Oh, just the one? All right. There's a, hundreds and thousands of others. who. Do you think Ebony and Ivory did any good at all? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, or was it just, here's my theory about, okay, so people make fun of just say no, right? Like, oh yeah, it's so easy just to say no to drugs. But growing up during it, I think it had a, things like that had a cumulative effect on me just being like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not into trying drugs. Mm-hmm. So maybe Ebony and Ivory have the same kind of thing, yeah. you know? Like well, they growing, live together, don't they? Yeah, well, in perfect harmony. Side sure. by side. I'll tell you oh, what, had, piano. what had an effect on me is Joe Piscopo and um, Eddie Murphy doing that sketch, <laughs> <laughs> singing Ebony and Ivory. You as, are black. You, yeah. And, and I, I am white. Blind. You are blind as a bat. <laughs> and, and I, I have, have sight. sight. Yeah. They Made couldn't even get together on the cover of the single. Uh-uh. It's a, is uh, it a, it's a, it's like an insert. Wow. Uh, oh, that's interesting. What is, who, wait. That's what she said? Oh, oh! I, I thought I honestly thought that was the cover the meatloaf song. Of the meatloaf song. I, I was so like, too. "Who's I that know guy?" What you're showing me right now. hundred <laughs> percent. A far away picture. Uh, that is the forty-five sleeve. I don't remember that being the forty-five sleeve. That's so uh, they had that, a forty-five for that. Uh, no, again, the, the McCartney. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Did they? They didn't do a video or anything together. 
I, re- I thought I remember a video for that. I don't remember a video for that. I remember a say, 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 video, say, yeah. That video but I don't crazy. think that he ever did a video with, with Stevie. I saw Stevie recently at a thing that I was doing and we, okay, we were in the control room and we saw him on camera. Have I said this on this show before? No, but he was on the John Legend and Chrissy Teigen thing that Kula it, produced, Yeah, right? it wasn't that, but okay. it was something different. But we were like, is that Stevie Wonder for 20 minutes? We were like, it was like this a Pruder film. We were like looking at the cameras and the tapes going, is it Stevie or is it a guy who looks like Stevie? Because I think he shaved his mustache or something. Uh, so we were like, Stevie or not? I mean, it could just be a dude wearing sunglasses. Right. Indoors. I don't know. And? And it, and it was him. It was Steve. Oh, he turns out it was Stevie. Yeah, it was there Steve. was a music video. What? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, this was, is unprecedented. It was a big MT. I want to say it was a big MTV. Bro. What happens in it? I've, I don't think I've ever seen it. Both recorded their parts for the music video separately. Oh. So they weren't even together in it. This is not the picture of Harmony that they were yeah, suggesting. They were There's also it. a solo video version of video, which showed McCartney playing piano with a bright spotlight and African-American males in prison, including one of them being uplifted by the song, dancing and listening to it in prison. As well as in the studio. That's really the purpose of this song is to uplift people nah, in the incarcerated. Yeah. Oh boy. Hey, everything's cool. We're all in harmony. <laughs> yeah. As long as you stay in there. Yeah, right? Yikes. Get in your cage. That doesn't sound good at no, all. No, it does not, does it? Maybe he was trying to send a message to like the you know, the white supremacists in, in the prison to like don't shank. Don't fuck with them. Yeah, don't <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with my dancing friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, Garrett, anything uh, uh, we can certainly talk more about on Thursday, but uh, I see you got a new backpack. Does that uh, play into your uh, trip? No, no. Is that an X-Men backpack? I got my book. And he's got his book. Look at that. Ah, the new Garen Cockrell book. You can get that at Barnes & Noble. Eventually. It's not out yet. Eventually. I've just been told it's not out. This is the what is it about? Not for resale. I see. It's a dark fantasy about some heroes fighting monsters. Cool. Well, congratulations, Garen. Yeah, yeah, that's, cool. that's very exciting. exciting. Uh, Hang on, I'm getting a call. Hold on, someone's telling me about <laughs> Hang on, my pages. watch is... It's 356 pages. No, that's... That was literally me looking because I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't an email. Then yes, that is X-Men. That's, uh, congratulations. That's quite an you. achievement. That's cool. I don't think I could ever do it. I read a novel? Read a book? Yeah. Well, I got a book deal once, and I've, I've had it for now seven years, I think. <laughs> and I, at some point, I have to say, like, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um but do they call you occasionally and say what's going every on? once in a while the guy who gave it to me is no is that a totally different company so every mm-hmm. once in a while the company will check in like mm-hmm. hey you don't have to do that book you pitched but you want to do anything and it's mm-hmm. like yeah eventually yeah <laughs> but at a certain point because i don't want to give the advance back <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a real question to me of like mm. do i give that back or do i plow through i don't know maybe just do like a photo book just like take some yeah. pictures off your iphone yeah <laughs> give them here are my pictures just all my pictures <laughs> yeah. you organize it's them screenshots you organize, just hand them a Edit phone those. <laughs> a bunch of pictures uh, of your pocket perhaps we have a mutual friend uh, who uh, uh did give his advance back really yeah, was given a book deal and decided to Give me the initials. Well, I, I know. No. no, I, no, no okay. I cannot no do that. I can certainly do it off the air, yeah. but I cannot I do want it. to hear about it. Probably this. shouldn't have brought it up on the air now that I've said it. No, I mean. Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Whoa. No. Uh, as a reminder, do I ever talk about my book deal? Which They wanted mm. me to write a book called Never Not Funny. And uh, they were like, you know, like a different uh, little um, uh, essays, mm-hmm. you know, about things that are never not funny. You know, like chapter four could be farts. And I just want to thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Uh, I think, 
yeah we'll talk about it off air because i did have an idea for my book if i were to do it sort of like not based on that but in oh the, boy in the realm oh which i think boy. both could exist oh boy oh boy well, i can tell you i'm not doing Are we talking about a crossover event <laughs> <laughs> you should do one we already had that single we had that hot Christmas oh song. yeah that's right crossover. we have that and we have the other song that we sang what was it the b-side yeah no no not the b-side uh, the other one on the uh, other christmas song. uh we had santa claus come to the town yeah uh, yeah, that was it. Santa Claus is coming. Little Drummer out. Boy. Little yeah. Drummer Boy was the band. And then, and then, um, and then, uh, 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 baby, it's cold outside. Oh, that, that, that was yeah, the yeah. main one. That's but, the one that everybody's. Yeah, yeah. That likes to. But Santa Claus is coming to town. That's that was on a different, a different right. record. Ah, I see. Yeah. Very good. That was fun. Uh, but the forty-five itself was just the two. Yes. Uh, it, yeah. A side, B side. Even though it was on a CD. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, and certainly those are. Uh, two guys you want to see in those classes <laughs> that was fun people love it people, people love it. that baby i'm cold outside yeah it's great i've got them both on my itunes you know they pop up on my shuffle from time to time as well and i can't get to that fast forward quick enough <laughs> <laughs> oliver loves it oliver thinks that both of them are uh, are great and really thinks that uh, he, you know what he loves is um uh i'm telling you it's cold <laughs> uh and then there's one in santa claus coming to town that oliver always quotes the one line uh, right that I you know he's coming or something like yeah that. something like that we're what we need so to... cool that he enjoys your work it really is he, he came to the improv last week to watch really? me do standing up comedy oh that's so and great. uh and enjoyed it and then was uh you know telling me that he liked an ad lib that i did and i don't and it's an ad lib that i will not repeat now because i will of course package that as an ad lib again <laughs> of course, in the future. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it was one that it, it was a true ad lib that i uh, was like i liked it and then when he when i came off he's like dad the best line was blah blah oh, and i was like so you nice. know what he's right yeah that was so cool that he came to the Between Two Ferns movie, by the and way. And loved it. And lo- it's so nice. I'm glad. I, he, he's the only kid who's seen it at this point. And uh-huh. I really was And curious. I wanted to leave it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious as to what that demographic would enjoy. And I felt really bad for you, by the way, because you asked me what, uh, if there was anything, you know, uh, uh, naughty in the film. And I was like, yeah. there's probably between five and ten f-words and then while you were watching i was like i'm gonna count these and it turned out to be 19 19 (laughs) f-words but nothing else once you get one it doesn't matter like yeah no and you you know what they they were all none of it was gratuitous it was all in just conversationally and yeah because zach's not zach doesn't even like to really when they're written in a script he always changes them to something else oh, yeah but then he like improv and it's an improv movie so when he was improving they just naturally come out yeah, but, yeah. well he enjoyed it and uh you know that's great it's also every now and then on schitt's creek you know like david will just go what the fuck <laughs> right and so you know it, it, he hears it and so yeah. it's not uh do you he th- doesn't hear it 19 times he, does thought, he, s- he thought that was a little offensive but <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard him say it no god no oh no no is no, he no. too sweet a boy yes yeah yes is he nice and polite yes and, yeah yeah that's great mm-hmm what a kid. Until mm. he gets to school. And then <laughs> oh, my God. Like, hey, I'm acting like my daddy. Hey, we're all Italians hey. now. Yeah, uh, could you not do that after lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, go back out there and do the first part of your day again. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, in fact, just, uh, just yeah, yesterday I was saying, uh, I asked him, Is there, are there any boyfriends or girlfriends yet? And, and he said, Oh, meaning of his friends of his getting friends. together? And okay. he said, well, there's... Uh, so and so and so and so they dated and dead we, we caught him kissing <laughs> and so it's like just uh you know yeah, we, we were we were full out making out in sixth grade so not, we, not me 
Nope. I remember we we used Me to call it Billy Ways were. <laughs> we used to call it going around. That was do you want to go around with me? Oh, we used to say going out. Wow. Yeah. Going out with you, me. you want to go around and I remember like I think when I was that age in sixth grade, I think someone dared me to ask the hottest girl or whatever. To as, go around with you? Yeah. As it, like, and? Like, I think I said it and she laughed at me and that was it. Something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. But she was one, she was the one that I actually legitimately did have a crush on as well. So it was like double. Like it, if it was someone that I knew I had no shot with. Or I guess I knew I had no shot with her. I don't know. That yeah. kind of happened to me too. Like when I was in fifth grade, a girl came over and she was like, uh, you like Katie, don't you? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay. And she like went away and she came like, okay, you're going out now. And then oh. I, we never, ever spoke. I'd never spoke to Katie right. in that period of time when we were going, going out. Okay. And then that same girl, like, I don't remember how much time had passed, but she was like, okay, it's over now. Like, <laughs> she, she, she gave me the, the bad news. You had to be broken hearted. It was, I was, I was like really like I had a huge crush on her. So it was oh. devastating. We did end up dating. Like in, when I was in eighth grade, That's we still right. ended up dating. How does Elise feel about this? Uh, well, it was, it was Elise. She changed her name oh, okay. after that because I was like, it was too scarring. So I, I forced her to change her name to Elise. <laughs> no, yeah, she's, I think she's okay with it. I think she, I think she, <laughs> I wasn't the one concerned. Oh, wait, did you ask? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why I put that on you. <laughs> They're both wearing red shirts. Yeah, I can't, I can't keep you guys straight oh, today. If we were in Star Trek, we'd, we'd be, be dead, dead by now. In a galaxy. That's Star Wars, asshole. Is that how it goes? Yeah, the fight. I just know it from nice. Cable Guy when, when they're in the right. medieval times. <laughs> Even though there's family, I don't yeah. watch it. You don't care. Don't watch, don't care. All right, yes. Not my bag, brother. Mm, what do you think about Picard? <laughs> don't care. Care less about that. <laughs> Man, that trailer was fantastic. Oh, boy. I didn't see it. What if they were? What if they were to do uh, a Picard-style show about uh, uh, Chekhov? Mm-hmm. Oh, then I'm back on board. <laughs> but I'm interested. I'm interested because it would be, uh, you know, for the family lineage. Right. I think that would be cool. Chekhov, what's he up to now? Yeah, just chilling. Yeah, he chills. <laughs> I would imagine he's chilling. He's pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when does the Between Two Ferns movie come out? September twenty. Okay. On Netflix, correct? On Netflix, yes. Yeah. Maybe who I don't know anything about it being in theaters or anything. Oh, you don't. I but don't. there's a chance of it possibly. I you occasionally they do that. They we have not spoken about. Mm-hmm. It. Are they going to have <clears throat> the Egyptian by then? I wonder. Uh, I've heard various things about what Netflix plans to buy or not buy. So I don't know what they're going to do. Wait, they're that. buying the Egyptian. That's that's what the, the talk has been. I have. Huh. I know a different rumor, but I cannot say on here. You heard a rumor. Yeah, you're like Bananarama. <laughs> I am a lot like them in that one of us dropped out oh. and we continue on. Gotta keep, to... gotta keep going. <laughs> show must go on, Scott. Mm-hmm. The show must. That's how I feel about Meatloaf is like, yes, his new records aren't any good, but he's got to put out the product because he's got to have money coming in for his family, right? I'm sure he's probably even like, really, another one? Yeah, but I, don't you think Bat 1 and 2, uh, there's uh, no, the royalties on that? Yeah, but I mean, you always need more, and you need to go out and tour. I mean, it's like, what, you're just going to live on royalties the rest of your life? Like, you Well, need... he can barely move. I know. When we saw him live, it was I, I wanted uh, him to come out at the end of the show and go, I need to apologize for what you just saw. <laughs> it was atrocious. Atro- yeah. Not just bad. I know. Like, atrocious. But? 
I guess you paid for it. <laughs> yeah, in the end, I paid for it. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess in the I was, ass. You got fucked in the ass. That's after right. The show. I took in the ass. Jesus. Did he apologize for that? No. Did, no. Did in fact, you, I threw it in my face. Oh, did you thank him for it? I thanked him as yeah. I did. I said, thank you, sir. Can I have another? Oh, well. May I have another? Uh, Garrett, why do you refuse to acknowledge your new backpack? I, he it's talks a, about it. It's X Men. It. It's X Men related. Oh, it's X Men related. I see. Yeah. Who's on? You got Wolverine there. You got, it Jubilee. looks like uh, oh, Jubilee. Fun. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix? Professor X. Magneto? Phoenix Magneto. and Jean Grey. Colossus. Do you like the new, uh, new, new uh, Powers of X? I haven't read that yet. Oh, you have the to. The one he wrote. Oh, good boy. <laughs> remember no, you no, got no, a, not the one uh, he wrote. Oh, oh, didn't you remember you got all excited that you heard Scott wrote an X-Men? Yeah, I got it. I was going to bring it in. Have you signed it? Oh, oh look at that. Signature. I, by the way, House I have... House of X I read. Powers of X I haven't read. Powers of X is, Wait, just came out last week. Then, yes, I read that one. The Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. Yeah. I read that one. I liked it a lot. Okay. The new one, the other one comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Or not tomorrow. Wednesday. 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 Comic book day. I have a new one page story in Marvel Comics 1001. Oh, which, nice. Which I think came out really well. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Oh, cool. Comes out, uh, I believe, September 24. Boy, that's my... a big week for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of Ackerman. <laughs> Comic book. Netflix. I'm very excited because it's like. I heard you're buying the Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there's so many like awesome people on that issue, as as well as the other one, the Marvel Comics 1000. It's like everyone doing one page stories. Right. Some of the most famous like people to ever do comics are in it, and so uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be in that company. And it'll be pa- both issues are packaged in one book. So great, cool. uh, yeah, I'm very excited. That's awesome. I just told my comics writer to grab it for me. Oh, good. Look at that, just like that, just like that. You just sent like them an electronic mail. Yeah, grab me this. Okay, could you focus on our show? <laughs> just type in two words. Maybe do your your errands later on. Maybe that would be uh, one thousand mm-hmm. and one like is and what one. I'm in. One thousand and one. That's right. So you want to make sure you get the okay. right one. Okay, you want them. Both. Sure you did, don't you? But they're together, right? Well, they will be together. They'll be packaged together later, but oh, they come out separately. Fo- I got to send a follow-up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's just stop down for a sec so he can handle this. <laughs> Again, I'd like you to focus in on your duties here and uh, worry about your hobbies later. Uh, all right, let's check in back there. Uh, who do we got? The Son of Palms? Is that yes, what, sir. Uh, what's happening back there? That's me. Elliot Hochberg. Elliot had a big weekend. He, too, played the Jaws board game. Uh-huh. Discussed. Have you played that yet, Scott? The no. Jaws board game? Is it old or new? Brand new. Brand, Brand new? Yeah. What happens in it? Uh, Elliot, you're a you're a board game games boardman. <laughs> there's it's it's got two acts. Yeah, it's got two acts. So there's the What there's, does that mean in regards to board games? <laughs> well, it's 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 kind of a neat thing. It's that there's the, there's one game in the first half and then it changes. I, here's the thing. I played the first half and but I was sharing cuz there's too many people. Oh, I was sharing one sharing of the roles. Caring. So mm-hmm. another game opened up and I went to play that. So I didn't actually play the second half, although I saw that, what the second half looked like. The first one's on land, and the shark is, you've got to find out what area of the water the shark is in. Okay. And you, he either um, wins by eating a lot of swimmers, or you defeat him. By throwing, okay. by throwing barrels at him. By throwing, I, yeah. I think I see where throwing this is Throwing barrels at him? Yeah. So then when yeah. it flips over to act two, which is oh, then, now you flip the board, board yeah. over? Oh, yeah. Now cool. you're out at sea, and he's attacking the boat while the Trying three of them up. are trying to. That's cool. Uh, it's really fun. Is there That's, an intermission? <laughs> we took one. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's a fun game. Fun board game. Let's all wow. go to the that kitchen. He and I played over the weekend yeah. separately. Really? Mm-hmm. Just in time for Jaws Fever. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it just came out. Maybe there's an anniversary of some sort. Maybe somebody who has shoes the with 40, Jaws on the 43rd? The 43rd? Year? Yeah. Uh, 40, 44th. 40, Isn't yeah. it 43rd? Because it was 75. I think it's just part of this nostalgia stuff that's happening because there's a Labyrinth game and a 
in a Dark Crystal game and now Jaws. Mm. There's all, there's is it related to Carousel at all? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what the actually, boat is called the Carousel. Weirdly, this is kind of related to Carousel in a way, if, if you remember the game. Do you, do you, did anybody in this room play Dark Tower? No. This was a board game that had like a like a plastic mechanized I remember the thing. The and game. it would go da, 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 ah, like it had all these weird sounds. Uh, it would turn on its own, which is how I connected to Carousel. Turn on its own? Yeah, it had a little motor. Turn you, on by itself or turn on its... It would rotate. It would rotate, get horny. Yes. Oh. <laughs> if you left it alone. <laughs> I was like, turn on its own. Yeah, so there are <laughs> other dark towers around on the table and it would let them know that they should uh, get, get excited. Um, apparently, there's a company that's going to redo... Not redo that, make a sequel, I guess. It's called Return to Dark Tower. And it's a cooperative game, but they're, they're going to be doing some demonstrations of that this coming weekend at Gen Con. And are you going to Gen Con? No. I've Where's got, that at this year? It's always in uh, Indianapolis. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I'm in Indianapolis this weekend. Are you? Yes. Play that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a lot of it's like a it's like a Comic Con level. Yeah, I was. I, I've, I've literally been in Indianapolis on Gen Con weekend. This has to be like the fourth time. Really? Oh, wow. Just yeah. coincidentally. Do coincidentally. They, do they all come to your show or? Any crossover there? Uh, well, the, I'm doing a private gig this time. Oh, so am, uh, private eyes. Private watching you. you. Well, they're watching Jimmy, well. hopefully. <laughs> private gig is what Jimmy calls it when he goes and visits his other family. Yeah. Side piece. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a 20-year-old son. Yeah. And that kid's not into games, so we will not be going to games. That kid hates your act. <laughs> well, he only, <laughs> only sees him once a year, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you think he'd appreciate it more, but he does not. Those no. fucking ad-libs, dad. <laughs> Son, drop the Italian character. For him, it's not a character. He actually talks like this. This is what I talk like, Dad. Hey, my dad's coming. I learned it from you that one time I saw you in the play. Why were you there? You shouldn't have been there. I saw it on VHS. VHS of that would be... Oh, God, I wish we had a VHS of that. I would would love to see how bad the three of us were. I know I have VHSs of my high school. Some plays and some choir performances. Mm -hmm. They're... I should like digitize them at some point. <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Like like me singing uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors Grow for Me oh, to a Plant and stuff like that. That'd be I, fun. I, whenever we show that stuff to Oliver, we get, he, he gets a charge out of it. Really? So, yeah. Is he going to be doing plays and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Yeah. He did Oklahoma last year. Did he? Who was he? Nah. Uh, he was the wind. <laughs> can't, uh, can't pull the character's name. Uh, what What's he do? Judd? Is he the creepy guy who spies on? No. No. Is he Will, the guy who uh, is with the girl who can't say no? Everything's up to date in Kansas City. Who is, uh, there's uh, some guy that, uh, uh, the, the humorous guy who sells things. Oh, yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the that ju- guy. Okay. <laughs> All right. And he's well, not great. Curly. He's the other male lead. I think it must be Will. Maybe Will. Yeah. Everything's up to date in Kansas City. He comes back from yes, Kansas City and he's like, everything's so cool there. And then he's got a girlfriend who's like kind of slutty. And I think that's it. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. He slut shames her. No. I think that might have been cut out for the children version. <laughs> <laughs> that part was cut out. That's I, great. That's a good role. I can't even pull. What, what, what did he do last year? I can't remember the show he did last year because Oklahoma's two years ago. Uh-oh. Hey. Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... No, it's a cl- it's a cl- sound of music classic Go South ahead. Pacific West Side Story. Oh no, it was a uh, uh, hang on Brigadoon. It's a there's a princess uh, once upon a mattress. Oh, I love that. Once oh, she liked me. Oh no, it's oh I liked her. So did I. 
we used to sing that all the time. You enjoy that show. Just those two lines. But yeah, the, my high school, when I was young, I used to go to the high school and like watch the plays and be like when I was in junior high and be like, oh, I want to do, I want to be on that stage doing what those people are doing. There was one guy who's like incredible who did Henry Higgins and My Fair Lady. Um, and then they did Once Upon a Mattress and uh, was really awesome. Yeah. That's a good show. It was a good show. Carol Burnett did the original. And uh, you can see the clip on YouTube, but it's phenomenal. Yeah. Of, of Carol Burnett, not, mm-hmm. not my son's play. <laughs> I would love to see that clip. That's not on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> what did he play in that? The P? Yeah. He was the, uh, he was not the jester. Uh-huh. He played a uh, another role, which I can't, uh, once again. I can't remember the roles in that, really. But. He was the only, uh, there was only two boys in the entire cast. Really? Yeah. That's gotta be. He and Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix was in it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. That's a lot to <laughs> he's go a, up against. He's a chameleon. Yeah. He's a chameleon. <laughs> Just took time off from the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Came over. And, you know what? You know, I got to learn about the craft. And, uh, Sir Harry. Prince Dauntless. The oh, Prince Dauntless. No, not the Jester. The Wizard. No, not the Wizard. King Sextimus. Nope. <laughs> I'm not gonna pull it. I, Knight. Yeah. Knight. Dancing Knight. Dancing night. Don't no idea. <laughs> no idea. Doesn't matter how many cast members you list for a character. Side. So he has fun doing that though. He does. He loves yeah. it. Loves it. Does he like to sing? Does he have a nice voice? Uh, he doesn't do it enough, so Why I don't know the answer to that. Kids have terrible voices. Because <laughs> like, they haven't cracked yet? Every, yeah, but just cracking can't be the answer. But you know, like when you hear any kid sing, but they're, all, always, they're always like they're all yeah. over the place and yeah. like no matter how good they are they're all terrible i always wonder like when zoe was little i was always like do kids just do some kids just uh sing beautifully right out of the gate or do they have to learn it because like she would sing and i was like yeah it's not it doesn't sound yeah, right no good. <laughs> and now she's like learning and it's getting right. better uh but it's it, it's just but then you see like a random clip on the internet of some like four year old singing Mariah Carey, and you're like, oh, okay, so some yeah, kids are like Beyonce, that. yeah. Some people, but that's rare. I guess learn about vibrato and pitch maybe in a yeah. way that like most kids are just like, or they're just like really good impersonators, like they yeah, can hear something and, and imitate it. Yeah, I feel like Ariana Grande is like grew up loving Christina Aguilera so, yeah. or, and Mariah Carey and just like learned how to imitate, had, had an ear for it, learned how to imitate them. Yeah. And that translates suddenly like into, oh, wow, you've been singing really well just by imitating. Someone. Right. Mm. Yeah. But it takes, <laughs> it takes a lot of training, man. <laughs> Getting an email. Oh, yes. Yeah. This email says that I don't care about this. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Scott Ackerman's on Twitter, at Scott Ackerman. And uh, I think Instagram as well. So uh, follow him on those places. Check out his podcast, Comedy Bang Bang. It's an institution in the comedy world and the podcast world. Uh, And Jimmy's on it this week. So check that out if you enjoy any of those things. And uh, don't forget that uh, the movie version of Between Two Ferns is coming out September 20th, I believe. Look for it on Netflix in September. Uh, Zach Galifianakis and a, a slew of celebrity cameos, I'm told. And uh, it's got the Oliver Pardo seal of approval, so you know it's going to be funny. Check it out. And speaking of uh, checking things out that are funny, we are going to be doing Never Not Funny Live at Vitello's in Studio City, California on August 13th with our special guest, Jen Kirkman. That's going to be awesome. Doors are at 630, I believe. The show's at 8. And uh, they have really good food there, so enjoy the food and enjoy the comedy 
on August 13th. And then uh, we're going to the Bug Theater in Denver, Colorado for a matinee show on August 25th. That will also be really good fun. And uh, you can get the tickets by going to nevernotfunny.com. Just click the tour link on that site and you can find links to tickets for our live shows. Jimmy Pardo is doing stand-up at uh, Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California, August 15th through the 17th. And uh, again, go to jimmypardo.com. Not again, but just for the first time, go to jimmypardo.com and click the tour link for his uh, ticket links. And uh, this is the end of season 24. So if you uh, maybe feel like this is a good time to check out the Players Club, go to nevernotfunny.com and create an account. You can find your way to signing up for a full year, which would be the past season plus the new season that's starting in a couple weeks. Or uh, just sign up for season 25. Give it a try. You get video and an extra full episode of Never Not Funny every week. So you can watch two episodes a week. You can watch whatever you want to watch with the video that Elliot Elliot elevates. Elliot edits uh, on the fly over there. And uh, it's great fun. So uh, check out the Players Club. And I think you'll enjoy it. Finally, don't forget you can subscribe to uh, the free Never Not Funny feed in Spotify. So if you use Spotify for music and you want your podcast all in the same place as your music, which is convenient, uh, just press a couple buttons. You'll get right to the podcasts on that app and you can find Never Not Funny there. Enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Scott Arkman is here. He's taking time away from Comedy Bang Bang. That's a very popular it, it podcast. It takes up so much of my time. I know you're very busy editing. You're doing a oh, lot. You're good. editing that Two Ferns movie. No, I'm done. I literally had my last day the other day. Was picture locked? Pictures locked. Colors locked. Sounds locked. I am done. I'm glad you brought up the sound. That was the one thing Oliver did not care about. He's like, Dad, that, that sound's not locked. It was right? unmuted. <laughs> it was muted the entire time. Yeah, he, uh, he did not care for it. He was a, a little loud. He said it was uh, muddy. I remember he had yeah, a big problem with it. the muddy mix. Yeah. Yeah. What, what if we did? What if we the segment like, Dad, that was really funny, but we could agree the mix was a little muddy, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Suddenly you find out he has an interest in sound. Right. Well, That's he great. loves sound. He likes to hear everything that goes around and around him. Yeah. Does it, uh, now, Scott, we play a game on this show called Certainly Celebrity Sighting, 
Um, mm. and I was at the Chicago concert at the Greek over the weekend. Oh, I didn't know they played. And backstage was That's where a I saw them. person and go. All right, so it's, uh, as you know, Scott, it's 20 question style. Uh, anybody could jump in and try to guess. Can I ask how you got the backstage passes? I, I, I are a, you friends with the band or I, you paid a premium? He's at he's at hug level friendship with Jimmy Pankow. Whoa. <laughs> and you were telling me the other day that the new guy sounds great. Oh, he's great. Yeah. The band's great. The band sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Peter Pardini, who did the documentary about them, has become a, a friend of the show and of mine. Oh, great. And uh, I bought the ticket, but he was kind enough to give me a backstage pass. Love that. So that I could uh, uh, look like a big shot uh, walking around. Who And who are you with? I went by myself. Okay. I went solo. Mm. Couldn't find a single friend? Or, or is this the kind of activity that you need to do solo because you don't want someone... I was someone... racing over from another show okay. uh, that I had to Another concert? On. No, I didn't do the concert. <laughs> I, and I was like, I'll just go by myself. Um, also, the part of it is what you were getting at, that I... You don't uh, want a bit, your, your experience to be sullied by someone maybe not enjoying yep. it or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I would have taken Oliver had he said yes. He, he turned you down. Said, I'm very sorry, Dad, but I think uh, I'm not uh, going to go to that. <laughs> and uh, all right, so this. Uh, and you saw- luckily, I got to save some money by him saying no. Good. I'm going to take a shot from a thousand yards out. Oh my God! No. By, by the way, if you if you guess it, yeah. with this shot from a thousand yards yeah. out, I will. Let's take some time here. Let's actually tell you what you will win. Okay. Tell them what you'll win, Jimmy. 40, 60, 80, 1, 105, 110, 125, 165, 185. Yeah, it seems $205. Whoa. I will take it, but Wait, I think you No, no, I was wrong. Because I was going to say, how do you, based on what, based on, yeah, two ten. based on the bid, it can't be 205. But you. <laughs> unless you have a $2.5 bill. I do not. All right. Uh, uh, hey, you're as queer as a $2 bill. Here it comes. $2 bills are perfectly natural. I believe, it's three. I believe it's three. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it is. Yeah, $2 bills are actual. I'm not kidding. If you're, if you're able to pull this person's name. And Matt has well, then demonstrated I already, recently that he's very he has very good instincts I have a this. specific reason for this guess that you'll realize immediately, and I'm sure it's wrong. Al Pacino. <laughs> the money is going back in the pocket. <laughs> it's being folded. Yes, it is very carefully. <laughs> it's been faced and wow. in the pocket. Remember Al Pacino made that movie? What was that movie? I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it was a person's D- name. Danny. He was like a, a music uh, industry a, a guy. Neil Diamond sort of performer, yeah. Anyway, they, sh- movie. they shot yeah, a scene at a real movie. Chicago concert that Jimmy was in the crowd of. They like made the crowd pretend to give a shit about Al Pacino coming out and just doing yes, a they scene. They did over the shoulder shots of him Boulder, singing. Boulder? <laughs> yeah, it was a bra uh, of the audience where I was there with my mother who thought it was fun, as a lot of people did. I saw it as, hey, you're not paying me as an extra yeah. for an hour. Right. right. I came here to watch Chicago perform, yeah. not Let, to watch Al Pacino do a scene. Let's go. And after two takes, that we got you got it. Let's go. Right. But it was, okay, we're going to do it again. And we had a sing-along. They put the, the lyrics on the screen. And again, it's fun for two takes. Yeah. yeah. But when you're doing another, like another and another and another, so we can get different angles, fuck that. You're yeah, using. Yeah. Get more cameras. These yeah. people to, you're Do taking free, advantage yeah, of them. Free extra work. Free extra work. Okay. So Collins, that they have a story. Danny Collins. I like the movie. Hmm. It was good. Uh, and I looked great on screen. <laughs> I really, you could see me really. Is it on your it IMDb? Why would it be? <laughs> I took the time. Is uh, Dreamgirls on your IMDb? 
Uh, it is, uh, but it's uh, it's cut. listed as cut, comedian or? uncredited. Yeah, 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 I do not play a comedian. <laughs> well, you're not in the film and yeah. uncredited. Un- un- you uncredited yeah. and unnecessary to be credited yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, right. you're not in it. And I know we belabor this, but is there, is that scene like even on a DVD anywhere? No. Why not? I don't know. It seems like such an obvious bonus feature. Even like, just, when they came out with that new, it's a five disc version oh, really? of it. They huh. didn't even put it on that. No. Wow. I heard it got lost in a fire. I'm beginning to think there was no film in the camera. <laughs> tip, you know, and it's a practical joke. Uh, or an impractical joke. Oh, uh, those guys. Oh, man, they're incorrigible. <laughs> okay. Um, so right. is it an actor? It is an actor. I'm trying to think of celebrities over 90. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? a humorous uh, poke <laughs> at who goes to a Chicago concert. <laughs> is this guy over 50? I don't think so. Okay. Really? Is he okay. over 40? I think so. Okay. Between the 40 and, and if he's over 50, I, I I don't know. Okay. Is he celebrity or no. is he a guy you know? Okay. No. Was he the guy from the league who lied about 9-11? <laughs> Steve Renazizi? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Have we established that this is an actor? Yeah, yeah that's been established. Okay. Yeah. So uh, television that or the question? That's literally the only thing we've established. <laughs> yeah. An actor in the 40-ish range. Yes. yes. So so television or films? Um, you. We initially met this gentleman in film. He now makes his living in television, I believe. Okay. okay. Does he make his living on the evening news? Dirty laundry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Don Henley? Is it Don Henley? Yeah. The character Don Henley plays in Dirty Laundry. I, I assume that's a character piece. Is he currently on a streaming show? Hmm. Good question. No. So it's okay. is it network? I believe it is still on. Yes. It is. Oh. And you believe it was network, and it's been on, and you think it's still on? Yes. May or may not so bad. Yes. Uh, is it NBC? I couldn't tell. Okay. Is it is it Bones is David Boreanaz? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a show you wouldn't know if it was canceled is it or not. Nine one one's Peter Krause. It is not. It, is it? Is it that's a good guess. Is it medically related at all? The film. I don't believe it is. Program. All right. Uh, is, is it, it a cop police? show? What? Is it police? Yeah, or cop. Same question. Whop, whop. That's sure. the sound of the police. Not sure what he plays. <laughs> you okay. Don't, okay. You don't know you, anything about the show. But you don't know what show. genre, like you don't know the, if the it's a I should probably look up the name of the show. It's not a, you don't know if it's a legal drama, a police procedural. Doesn't know anything about it. Okay. I really don't know. Is it fantasy? So it can't be like Grey's Anatomy or something that he would know about. Yeah. Um... Well, he's so then sure. how but this show is big how are we supposed to narrow this down if you don't know anything about what figure the guy out, does we're gonna figure out what movies this guy was in that's what okay. we're gonna do uh i will i will give you this cbs cbs uh, is it joe mantegna it is not oh that would have but been you when i said joe your eyes lit up yeah. is it joe rogan joe's i can tell you this Barbara. gentleman was born in 68 which uh he so he will turn 52 51 51 in september, 51 in september. Yeah. so he is over 50 my okay. apologies just just over uh, 50. I th- we is get it, all those questions oh back. and the show has been off now it seems uh, for three years <laughs> <laughs> is, is, it, is there any connection is between show? this sorry. I, I, I um sorry sorry that's right it is a here i'm going to tell you exactly what wikipedia says a science fiction crime drama oh elliot this is your wheelhouse oh, yeah is it, oh wait no it's not the guy from Lost, right? Yeah, as I was thinking no, as well. No, that's ABC. Yeah. No, no, uh, but and, uh, he had a show on... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh the dude. Sawyer. No, not no, Sawyer. No, 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 the, the dude, the, the weird guy that they... Ben. The glasses. Ben, ben. yeah. Uh, and is, I can't remember the show. Oh, that, that show. guy, yeah, He's yeah. the guy who played Ben on Lost, whose no. name we can't remember. Okay, okay. it's not. Thank you. Uh, uh, is, is there, there any connection? Well, there was another dude on that show, right? 
There's there was the, the young guy that yeah, uh, Jim Caviezel. Shooting. Uh, Who? Jim Caviezel. Was it, Jim Caviezel? it was Jim Caviezel. What? Yes. Jim Caviezel's 51. He looks great. And the fact that I'm not still there fucking him. <laughs> God damn it. He's beautiful. Huh. Caviezel. Yeah, worse. Baseball hat backwards, which was, uh, you know, uh, put me like off, that. of course. Well, but he's ready to go. <laughs> he's ready to go. Caviezel's like Chicago. Yeah. And this is uh, maybe the third or fourth time I've seen him at a Chicago show. Whoa. Weird. Yeah. He huh. loves him. Loves and he, him. he was backstage with other handsome people. Wow. Is it uh, weird that I still kind of judge him for making that movie with Mel Gibson? Like when I hear his name, I'm like, oh, that we, guy. He no, was no great. One knew, no one knew. And we didn't know yet. Yeah. We didn't know anything about That's, him at that time. Yeah. Although, wait, wait. Didn't we get the news right as it was coming out? I think we knew. I, wasn't that the Passion of the Christ? We yeah. didn't know anything about it. Yeah. About Mel Gibson yeah. being yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A, a, a I think you're thinking of maybe his follow-up. Oh, yeah, the, maybe. What, and I've heard that movie is great, by the way. In the, it's Six Ways in South America or something. Yeah. Patton Oswalt told me that that film's like. It is good. What's your Apocalypse though? Apocalypto. Oh, I really yeah, want to see it. It's good. Um, he was, and I gotta say, that new movie with uh, Vince Vaughn in him was really good. What movie is that? Uh, I talked about it. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm blanking out. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, uh, it was it was really good. He plays the dad in the sequel to the that Mark Wahlberg. Daddy's movie. home. Daddy's home too. Yeah. yeah. See that? There's yeah. other actors that could have. Uh, I know. Taken I know. That role. And I'm. I, I was real iffy on do I go see this movie, but um, I was interested in it. In which one? In the in Vince the Vaughn one? Vince Vaughn. What's the name of that one? I Dragged Across Concrete? Dragged Across Concrete, yeah. I'd never even heard of it until oh. this very it's moment. It's like a crime. I love crime dramas, yeah. like noirish crime dramas. And it's great? Uh, I thought it was really good. There's only one line in it that to me is like the writer who's kind of rumored to be right wing crosses over into a little bit like the characters would say it but it's a little like him trying to trying to make commentary on on uh modern society or whatever that I'm is like, it a, a dog whistle rolling. scott <laughs> no, no no is the line sugar tits <laughs> <laughs> he should make him i mean he's famous for he should make a move take it that back would be huge that it would movie be huge. who wouldn't see would sugar tits 500 million dollars at yes. the box office oh sugar God. tits yeah this guy's made some good movies though who? Yeah, I saw his first one recently, no which Gibson? is no, no, the the director. I his I saw uh, his first one's called uh, Tom Bone Tomahawk, mm-hmm. and that is really interesting. I remember that? Yeah, and uh, it's like a supernatural western. You think, but it's not. Um, and that has the dude from Lost in it as well. Which, which the same guy, the Sawyer guy? Oh, no, Sawyer. No, not sorry. I'm sorry. The uh, Jack. Oh. We've got to go back, Jack. The, Wait. Uh, the, oh yeah, the yeah, doctor. Yeah. You're talking about the main Matthew, guy. Matthew Fox? Matthew Fox, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know it was him for... Why was he good? He's is, just, that, <laughs> is that why you were confused? <laughs> he is pretty good in it, but he's like totally not Matthew Foxy for mm, a while. That's surprising. I was just like, who is this guy? Wow, like, so he can do it. <laughs> just so that's with a good director. Did you see Speed Racing? Yeah. Wait, what... what and I, it's driving me crazy that I can't think of the name of the old man who's in the wheelchair and lost. What was the character's name? Oh, J- J- George... J- do you mean the, the dude guy? from The Stepfather? The guy who's in... Oh, Locke. Locke. John Locke. John Locke. Oh, Locke. I, oh yeah, I was yeah. thinking about the guy where you have to go talk to so-and-so. Oh. Who was that? Oh, what's that character's God. name? More about why did that show happen? It was like <laughs> Ethan or something. You got to go talk to Ethan or Edward. Was or, it Ethan? I don't remember. But you're thinking... Yeah, the stepfather. I can't remember his name. No, I was thinking of John Locke. John I just Locke. Couldn't think yeah, of but it's, he played the stepfather in the movie The Stepfather. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Who's that? Terry O'Quinn? Terry O'Quinn. There you go, yeah. Terry O'Quinn. What, does he sound like that? Yeah, that's me doing a play. Oh, the I first see. half of the play. <laughs> <laughs> Terry O'Quinn. You guys are embarrassing me out there. 
<laughs> hey, why do you say that? You, Bob, you were. What was the play? Do you I, remember? I cannot pull the name of it. I cannot pull Probably the name had of no it. business being. It was a soap opera. We were soap opera, and, and, and there was a murder on the set of a soap opera. Oh, that sounds good. Whatever that. I feel like, I, yeah, murder I wonder, on the set of a soap opera. We did a bunch of plays when I was a kid that I'm like, I don't know what that was. It wasn't like famous. It was just yeah, like some just, script. I guess yeah, it's good for kids. Domain. So they're like, yeah, 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 do this one. I did a detective play was like the first play I ever did yeah. where I was like, I wore a trench coat and stuff. I could not tell you what it was because it was <laughs> yeah, literally just right. something that was fine for kids to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did one that was just the whole thing took place at a dining room table, like a dinner party. And oh, what was that? Sit down acting. My favorite kind. <laughs> <laughs> I had a five year run on sit down acting. That was very kind to me. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't be so against it. Is it the bold, the young and the murdered? No. In fact, I thank you not to try to guess. <laughs> uh, it is not. You're uh, welcome. So Caviz. Wow. I, yeah. Caviz. And do you, does Caviz see you five times and go like hey there's that guy, that guy i keep seeing i, I don't uh i don't know the answer to that you never what's kavi's up to yeah yeah i don't know six two <laughs> wow classic professional, professional. Classic part of, it was that the ad lib that all liked <laughs> that's the one <laughs> that's the one then great great job repackaging it then i guess i told you i told you i know how to do it if you're kavi's mm -hmm. are you happy with what's going on in your career i mean you had a good run on a cbs show but the but, one that no one watched hmm. in terms of like but it was you, on six years it was on six years but you like have no CBS show. <laughs> but you have no like cred from it it's not like people are like the industry's not talking about right it. no they're not excited not like all the people from lost got right got you know to be on something cool afterwards, mm -hmm. they thought. But then for some of them, <laughs> you know, it cool, ended yeah. up. What was his first movie? Jim Caviezel's. If you can name his. Oh, I know. The Thin Red Line. Oh, no, that probably wasn't the first, but huh. he was in that, right? Oh, he's got a new one coming out. The Resurrection of the Christ. Really? Where he plays Jesus Christ. Oh, really? Wait, was his first. He also did a show called Paul, Apostle of Christ. I don't know. All right, this that. guy's all about the all God. Right. Was his yeah, first movie female. Saving yeah. Private Ryan? Hang on. What's your question? Was it Saving Private Ryan? Was his first movie maybe? No, no. Or is he not even in that? He was in one of those World War II movies. He was in Thin Red Line. Yeah. Caviezel. What year did Thin Red Line come out? Ugh. Damn Because I could tell you, according to this, he is not in that. Caviezel. No, nope. my buddy. apologies. He plays Private Wit. All right. His first movie was 1991. Oh, he's a kid. Jim Caviezel. No. Okay. He plays 50. the airline clerk. Oh. That is a huge hint. The airline clerk is in 91. <laughs> oh, okay. She's having a baby? No. <laughs> no, that was 88, I think. Uh, three men and a baby. No, is there a baby? Way, that was 86, probably. <laughs> Do you want me just to tell you? Yep. Rosemary's Baby. My Own Private Idaho. Oh. Wow. My own private Interesting. Idaho. That's a good first movie. Club. That's a cool debut, yeah. Yeah. Then he's in Digstown, Wyatt Earp, Ed, The Rock, G.I. Jane, Thin Red Line. See, this guy has this like guy a... has not stopped. He's got a big career, and, and then suddenly... Yeah. He gets on this show and boom, no well, one, no one cares I, about Caviezel, I, I, I buddy. Bet he's making movies right now. He's probably. Uh... What was his first TV show, Jim Caviezel? Oh my god! I'll give you the character Why name. Are we do okay. Bobby Riddle. <laughs> Bobby Riddle. Oh wait, Tom Riddle's no, brother. You're, you're not going to get that. Family ties. No. Well, you're uh, you're what, you, not as far off as you What are we talking? Are we talking facts of life? 1992. Oh, well, is, it so a, did, is it a sitcom? You don't know. It's not, but there was humorous moments. Uh, so it's an hour. There were humorous no. moments. Uh, uh, is it the Wonder Years? Yes. Hey. Really? Yeah, he was on the Wonder Years. Caviezel's got a good career. Yeah, he does. He's got that resurrection of the Christ coming out. What in the, uh, could that possibly be? Well, you move a stone over and a guy comes out of a cave. 
Isn't that wait? Is it Mel Gibson oh, also? Sounds like Saddam Hussein. I it, it won't, it won't <laughs> Saddam Hussein and Jesus had very similar backstories. <laughs> True, but I think that was. I think that's been in. in they've been talking about doing a, a sort of a sequel I to Passion of the Christ for years and years. But it's not. Okay, Gibson is not involved. It, is he? He will not let me. Karen, try your watch. Uh, <laughs> it's in development, so it doesn't have a lot of details. Oh, in there. development hell. Hey, tell me more like it. development heaven with this guy involved. Hey, talking about Carousel again. It is Mel Gibson. It is Mel Gibson. Oh, finally. But any details you want, you have to have IMDb Pro. Oh, I have that here. Let me look. We do have it at the office. Let me call up my assistant. <laughs> Get me details on Get the resurrection immediately. Just can you fax that over right now? Uh, I don't know. If, am I logged in? Let me see. <laughs> what is happening right now? I have He's IMDb Pro. Up, uh, you do have IMDb. Don't Why do you have, have IMDb? Don't we have Pro? enough information about this yeah, movie? Yeah. I just wanted to bra- brag that I have IMDb Pro. What do you? For what purpose do you have it? Uh, for for never not funny for um, for booking uh, contacting agents. Okay. Yeah. I accept that. Uh-huh, for context. <laughs> oh, it's called the Passion of the Christ colon resurrection. That's different. Really? Or is this a different thing? That is not what no, it says there. The right one. You got the right one. You got the right one, baby. What am I trying I to want look? you to say? It. That's a, that's Pepsi. Or is that I think we got all the details Pepsi. we wanted. I don't know. Did you see yesterday, by the way? I did. What did you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to that Springsteen one. Hey, my eyes are up here. How you doing, man? <laughs> Whoa! That's the shorter one. Yeah, it is. It is. Same. It's probably a third as it long. It just doesn't go as long. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it should start. He was saying balabans because he's wearing his balabans. Oh, that's what we call those glasses. Okay, <laughs> that that joke goes too deep. Uh, Put your ass to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's shorter technically, but I don't think it's shorter in the right place. No, I think you guys don't like that. You want that? Oh no, no, I like that part. I just think it goes balabans. Wait, is that not? Oh, okay. It says balabans parentheses shorter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Hmm. Shortest. That's right. what we're interested in. I actually think you could even just start with Balabans and that's it. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the music. I do too. Uh, all right. Uh, it's time to play summons. Before it's time to leave, this is one thing we gotta know. Are you as bad as Mindy or CC Pleasants? <laughs> all right, you ready? Yep. Uh, you've chosen 80s music. Yep. High scores uh, is in this. Uh, Chip Pope and myself have the high score. That's right. I think you mentioned that last time. Yeah. Yeah. 33. It's tough. We, uh, they, Takes two. Speaking they, of Christ, 33. Hey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know what the... And what 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 the clues were? Not the clues, but the what what I was describing. Oh, to we, crucify Jesus for that. <laughs> I guess I was, we okay. could go back and listen to it at some point because it must have just been the easiest. Yeah, it was probably like Prince, Michael Jackson, Madonna. Uh, yeah, like, it was probably like that. All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. Okay, uh, Madonna's big hit as she wears a wedding dress, like a virgin. Yes, uh, Ike and Tina Turner. Yes. Uh, uh, Private Eyes, the band. Uh, Hollow Notes. Yes. Uh, pour some sugar on it. Uh, Def Leppard. On me, rather. Uh, uh, Money Suit Tied Dimension. Uh, that band. Uh, uh, Simply Red. Yes. Uh, uh, look what the cat dragged in. Brett Michaels Band. Uh, Poison. Yes. Uh, uh, the band that does the theme song for Breakfast Club. Uh, uh, Simple Mind. Yes. Very good. I'm going to guess 28. 
28. Hey, I win too. 20. I got a little locked up. I got a little locked up. Yeah. Uh, is that good or is that bad? Oh, it's, it's great. great. It's great. Oh, it's it's great. Well, it's probably top 10. That's great. Congratulations. What, when you said 33, though. That's just five points better. Well, I don't know. You what get, are you, you counting? The faster you get it, the more points you get. Oh, I so see. So if you okay. get it in one yeah, second, yeah. you get six I points. I understand. Yeah. So okay. 28's a... Yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody getting past 35, I think, would be the... Seems like the cap right. to me. You have to have at least two seconds to give and, and receive. I think yeah, some right. fans like sent a video in once where, like... People, fans who play it all the time, they like know all the clues by heart. So oh, they yeah. just have little like buzz, like, like micro words. Yeah, that little they keywords say to, that they yeah, go like yeah. Bob, ah, Bellman. <laughs> and it's just like, Bellman. Yeah. Uh, as a reminder, you can get that uh, that app on uh, wherever you get apps. Yeah, it's right? true. <laughs> it's I was wondering why I and Tina Turner were an '80s clue, but I realized that was just your clue to get me to yeah, say Tina Turner. That's correct. That's exact. thank you. And that's a great clue because it's short, quick, in yeah. and out. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Man, I would love to do the pyramid with you. The actual TV and against show? you. Yeah. That was my one. <laughs> when I stopped the comedy banking television show, I had like a big meeting with the UTA like talent department. And they were like, what do you like? They were, you know, like, what shows do you want to be on? What, you know, of course, nothing is. <laughs> I'm offer only. So nothing's ever happened. <laughs> right. But that was the one thing I was like, I really want to do the 25, the pyramid. Can you get me on the pyramid as one of the celebrities? And they were like, no. <laughs> oh, just oh. flat out. Yeah. That's so, rough. But then you yeah. see who they chose. You're like, uh, I, they'll, they all, all have television people, shows right? that were not on IFC. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Is it net, just like network? It's like it's not even network, but it's like basic premium cable right. that's not IFC. Yeah, yeah. You know, hmm. you know. But what if you you're, what if you like got the meeting, you'd be like, "I'm a player. I'm good at this." Like, it's, I'm, yeah, that was what's cool. What meeting? <laughs> I don't know. If you just like, <laughs> you get, think they're meeting people to <laughs> see if they're right for the if show? You, if you find, if you run into the producer at a party and you go, "Look, I've been a yeah. huge fan." I would love to run into the producer at a party. I don't know who the producer is. I don't know either. Michael Strahan. Maybe, maybe he is at parties and you just don't know it. That's true. That's right. Strahan, call me. Would love to do it. Is Strahan still the guy? Yeah. I yep. don't even watch it. And I he's don't a know huge why fan of Never Not Funny, so <laughs> you're talking to the right. Caviz? Cavizel, buddy. Cavizel will do it. By the way, Caviz is an executive producer on that new Passion of the Christ sequel. So this is what is... That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't like it. He's yeah. for sure a little conservative, I think. Caviz? Yeah. I don't know. Then he's beautiful. That, they can be attractive. Yeah, How do they get to them? Yeah. Uh, Scott, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so glad that I was able to make it. Yes, me for too. For uh, the end of the season, the, the, the streak continues. The streak continues. Could I come back when the movie's out? Yeah. You'll be back next season. Okay. That's let's all do, you need to know. Let's bring it back when the movie comes out in September and just get it over with. So we That's don't what I'm saying. Stress. And then you have a nice long, like nine months without me. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. I'm the 9-11 jokes. <laughs> of never not funny. On behalf of the Pop Culture Bees, looking over there, there's the high and tight. Gary Cockrell back there, the son of Palms, Elliot Hooper, the honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Scott Arkman. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.